what's poppin'? It's 2023 with the Drew and Mike Show. And uh, thank you for not being so patient at all and bearing with us for the holidays. Most people are patient and nice. Not loud people. Well, yesterday was a holiday. I thought <laughs> it that was. Wasn't that the holiday? Officially, correct. Banks were closed. I mean, Charlie did a show. Like, just because Charlie's insane <laughs> doesn't mean I have to be insane. I amen to that. Anyway, yeah, we're back in the deals in the D.com studios, and uh, we're still presented by Hall Financial in 2023. The holidays can be very expensive, and credit interest card rates are the highest they've been since 96. Hall Financial would love to help you become debt-free with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. It's a great way to use the equity in your home to pay off high-interest credit card debt. And if you have a lot of it coming because of the holidays, this is another option. So get the money you need now with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And uh, I will mention our friends at Zot2, our longtime friends from Zot. They're back. And... Let's see what's going on at Zot Ford and Deals in the D. They've got the, the perfect gift, even though it's after Christmas. For all the loved ones on your list, they've got a great selection of new vehicles, and they're all ready to go home with you. Uh, great time to make deals at Zot Ford. Their jolly inventory, though, it's probably pretty depleted. So the sooner you get there, the better your selection. And the holidays being gone, unfortunately, so is the holiday cash. But if you decide to custom order your next new Ford instead of driving one home off the lot, uh, you can still lock in a great deal with Zot Ford. So go see Steve Gabara and all our friends at the hottest, hottest sales staff in Oakland County at Zot Ford and Holly, where they make buying and leasing simple, fun, fast, and easy, and get the gift that keeps on giving the brand new Ford of your dreams. See details and surf their inventory at dealsinthed.com. I hate the holidays. And uh, Legacy Partners still saving you money on your home and auto insurance, and then they specialize in small business insurance, too. And if you're 64 or older, you need to reach out to Legacy to find out how they can help you with Medicare for no charge. Boy, that's, that's something people really have trouble negotiating, and they'd love to help you. They're independent, too, so they can shop all the carriers for your insurance. If you want to get some quotes, find you the best deal, and make you angry with your current insurance carrier, call Legacy at 586-209-4106. Be sure to tell them we sent you. And, and then Lady Jane's, of course, our friends at Lady Jane's. Award-winning experience. Register for a once-in-a-lifetime chance to win a down payment for your dream home up to two hundred grand. At Lady Jane's, open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's always wicked awesome. At Lady Jane's. And, Happy New Year! Uh, just when it seemed like there were a million things to catch up on, all of a sudden this Damar Hamlin thing happens. <sighs> and I don't know uh, if was everybody watching last night. You know what? I was uh, putting the girls to bed, and my phone just blew up like it hasn't in a long time and i I, throughout this whole damar hamlin thing all i can think of is hey drew always said there's no shared experiences but that's a pretty massive shared experience i feel like everybody was watching that it was a big one and fox news and cnn were on it for hours and espn was on it and with no information no there was nothing to say i would have given anything well no i was happy that i was not one of those people that had to talk about it because It just got so bad. Anytime someone changed the, the uh, subject even slightly, they would say somebody would say, uh, "All I want to talk about or think about is Demar Hamlin right now, and uh, uh, that's out. the only thing that matters." Well, I, I my immediate thought was, "Are they going to mention Chuck Hughes? 
Are they going to mention, you know... Any... They eventually did on CNN and Fox. Never on ESPN. ESPN. They never did. Never. Really? I, if they did, I missed it, but I watched that whole thing. Never oh, was. the Chris Prongers were coming up. Uh, and, uh, Fisher. Uh, I mean, Fisher, they all, yeah. Uh, I was just Hughes. surprised by that. That's uh, funny. I was watching that Chuck Hughes game. I wonder if Eli was watching it. Why don't we get Eli's intro in here from our friends? <laughs> At Dr. Yeldo's office. Dr. Yeldo presents... I see it my way. An Eli Zarrett production. Eli still via Zoom, but uh, let's see. That would have been that be before your timer. Were you at Michigan or just out of Michigan when the Chuck Hughes thing happened? Uh, I was a student. I was a student in uh, my senior year. Can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, you know. <laughs> He he. The only one other athlete has ever died from uh, an incident on the field. Ray Chapman was Ray Chapman. Ray exactly. Chapman. Damn. Uh, what what <laughs> seems what, what seems bizarre by to pitch. me? Yeah, uh, fight from Carl Mays, who intimidated batters by throwing inside. And back then, they didn't have batting helmets. Can you imagine getting to getting to the plate against pitchers that no. that brushed you back at at whatever 80, 90, 100 miles an hour? Anyway. I, I looked, I didn't see it live, but the Damar Hamlin contact seemed very passive. It didn't seem to be a very particular hard hit, so it must have been a very unique uh, you know, a cont- it, it was a a contact that was made. It was, it was fluky. It, his, his heart had to be in a certain rhythm, apparently, yeah. when he got the hit, like Chris Pronger with the puck. Same right. exact And I, right. I don't want to get into all the medical stuff. I, I really want to just say, we, of course, everyone is concerned about him. And, I mean, you can just sure. – the information will be different tomorrow, so I feel silly going on and on about it. But right. we just know that he, his vitals apparently are normal, but he is still – uh, they have put him to, to they sleep. Intubated him, yeah. And he's not breathing on his own. Yeah. And he's in critical condition. And hopefully, everybody, of course, is desperate. He sounds like a fantastic guy, too. Which yep. is but it's funny, Eli, you you say that that didn't look like that big of a hit. But you always say when you're down on the field, you get a real right. appreciation for how fast and how hard these guys hit. True. But, but you know, it, we see much harder hits, ones that are just bone-shattering, bone-breaking. It just didn't look that... Then again, when Dale Earnhardt died, it didn't look like much of a hit against yeah. the wall, so you really can't tell. But it just seems to me that it was, as Drew was saying, a unique, uh, you know, perfect storm of circumstances, the way he got hit. But what's interesting is he got up. So yeah. there wasn't... the oh, was, probably wasn't probably wasn't the pain of the hit. And, and football... Obviously, when when big, fast, strong men collide at at full speed, bad stuff happens. You can't make the game safe. It just see, it seems strange to me that the most serious incident wasn't nearly the type of contact that we what we cringe when we see, and, and guys just pop up to their feet. So it's it's something bizarre. It I can weird. see all the all the all the uh, you know the outcry of of, of emotion and and oh, well God. wishes and the and the three hundred million people praying for him. Nancy just, Armour I, I, on CNN last night. It's an incredibly violent game, and why don't we step back and say what are we doing oh, here? Oh, Who God. said that? Who Nancy, said that? Nancy Armour. Eli, we we're oh, just talking about that. Oh, we were just I don't want to comment on the gender the of the announcers, but I <laughs> got a really strong take on what a violent game it was from the females that maybe something. It is a violent game. We accept it as a violent game, right? It's larger than all of us. We can't stop it. But it can't be stopped. It's too know, popular. You just mentioned yeah. it. Is, I can't wait for the Lions game. I can't um, <laughs> but and, and, and look how hard they've tried to make it safe. You just can't make the game safe. 
you know, a, a, a buddy of mine in high school, it was his senior year. The coach was given all the instructions the first day. No being out late, curfew, and no smoking. He said, if God meant you to smoke, he would have given you a chimney. And my buddy in the back row says, and if he meant you to, meant you to play football, he would have given you a helmet. And they've tried <laughs> to make these helmets safe for the last 50 years, and they still really can't. So it's, it's it, listen, the violence is the attraction of the game. Yep. And it's also the danger that life and limb can go on any play. Yep. And, I just want uh, to mention one more thing about the coverage last night because I watched a lot of it. CNN had Dante Stallworth on to talk about it. And I thought, Why? isn't that a little silly considering he's the guy that killed someone with his car? Oh, wow. Just 30 days in jail. Oh, wow. And that's the first thing I thought. I was like, Dante Stallworth, that's the guy that killed somebody with his car. John Stallworth's kid who played for a while, and then he killed the guy with his car drunk. Was he and the only person available that he could get? I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Is he, a, is he a guy? Is he an announcer now? I didn't think so. I haven't seen him anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you have to do to get canceled? <laughs> Not there's, no, there's cancellation only after a certain date. Well, we know murdering people, grandfathered. Never, murdering people never counts. Right? <laughs> You're probably right. It doesn't well, matter. Well, shooting people doesn't seem to matter. No, but he, bring, but remember, he, he became a victim after he killed somebody with the hot air balloon accident. Dante Stallworth? Yeah, remember as he was dangling in the hot air balloon? Was that yeah, I'll seriously? Find the story. Yeah, oh, okay. I swear to God. I remember that. All right, let's move on because uh, there's just, <laughs> so just much. One, one last thing. I wonder if Chuck Hughes had had the modern CPR and medical uh, facilities or, or knowledge we have, if they could have saved him, and if this had happened to uh, Hamlin back in 1971, would he have died on the field? That's kind of the imponderable that I was wondering. Don't know the answer to that, but certainly with the way they swarmed around him and saved him in the CPR. But I don't know what they brought. Did, did you see any machinery that they, they brought they out zapped, or anything? They zapped him. Yeah, Defibula, yeah. So, they zapped so, him on so the field. They saved him because yeah, you know, they did. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, Chuck Hughes might not have died. But if that was it, the it case sounded like Chuck Hughes was dead like that because that was a genetic thing. And the yes. second he he hit the he had a heart attack in the preseason too. In the final preseason game, he took a hit, and it's a long story. That's why I said I don't want to keep yeah. going with this well, because and, it's all going to be different tomorrow. But, right, and last thing because maybe maybe this uh, Demar Hamlin has a physical deformity in his heart that we'll find out about later, like the Marfran syndrome that killed Hank Gathers and yeah. killed some volleyball player. They didn't realize that his heart was in you know was in danger anyway. So well, you're right. We'll find out a lot more. So why don't we uh, start in chronological order? Uh, Michigan TCU is, of course, a, a huge thing from the weekend. And um, I, I just want to say this. I was really – I always look forward to seeing how people talk about it after the game and what they're going to say. And I was really dissatisfied because, um, first of all, it was all about, you know, oh, my God, Michigan did this wrong. They did that wrong. Sad. And the reason that, that I felt that was incomplete was because TCU threw two interceptions and fumbled on their own 20-yard line. And they also misplayed a punt to the 10-yard line in the fourth quarter. And then there was a kickoff over the guy's head. And he got that to the, the – remember how deep they started in their own territory? Mm-hmm. And I mean, they yeah. made some mistakes. What I was excited about, what I thought was really intriguing and I would like to have known more about, was when Michigan got the ball the last time, after I felt the clock was probably mismanaged, they probably lost yes, some I, time Yes, I there. agree with you. I was thinking of you at the time. Yes, mismanaged. <laughs> Too much time ran off. Hell yes. But – they had the ball with 52 seconds, and they were moving the ball so far, so fast. They had 39 points in the second half. For all I read about, oh, Michigan's line play was so bad. 
They scored 39 points in the second half of that game. They had one chance to win. There was only once they had the ball where they could go ahead, and that was at the end. And they ran four really crummy plays, and they had a, a false start, I think, in there, too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. nobody was discussing that. It was all, well, TCU played Michigan in the line, and, uh, and, and the mistakes were big. They did make big mistakes. Well, I mean, I Michigan totally had agree. six big mistakes. TCU had about four. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're talking about big mistakes, but um, it really, to me, that game boiled down to one play, and it really showed the difference of the Roland whole Wilson? game. No, no, no. I was going to say Michigan scores and makes it 41-38. They're down three. They yes. have two good defensive stops. It's third and e. seven. DJ Turner lets the guy get past him but, on I, the but blitz. See, ah! I, he he doesn't. He let him get past. What I was going to say is. TCU has four really, really good players. That wide receiver. One gonna, who was gone by then. What? The running back. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the wide receiver who's going to be drafted in the top ten. The two cornerbacks who are, I think one was an All-American. Was who are conference. they? Um, and, they, and, of course, Max Duggan. So you have Max Duggan. in the Running this, back at 1,300 yards. Sure. No, but at this time, I'm just saying, they had four, to me, four really standout plays. You run a safety blitz, which they don't really do much. Michigan doesn't. Yeah. And TCU just had a better play call on that, and they had yep. two other studs, Duggan and Johnson, execute it to fucking perfection. Who are they? And the guy ran for what? Uh, what was that? Uh, 76 70 yards. Yeah. 70 and, and Duggan was what? under immense pressure yeah. when he no, threw that I mean, ball. That, and the same thing with the, their second touchdown. He yeah. was under incredible pressure, and he got that ball off, and the guy went in from the five. Yeah, so but he, that play just is the one for me. It's like, okay, this just isn't our day. When, Max when, Duggan when, did when, not when, play when, a great game. For him, he's a sixty-five percent no, sure. passer. Yeah, Michigan's obviously, you know, a good defense. They proved it all year long. But when the opening drive, first of all, when when Edwards got caught from behind, I, I when when he broke into the open, I go, he's faster than everybody. He's a fucking sprinter. There's no <laughs> way they're going to catch him. They can't catch him, and they caught him. I thought and I the said, same that's thing. A, that's a bad omen. That's a bad omen. <laughs> and then and then on fourth and two, yeah. when when TCU sniffed out the play. It should have worked. It's that thing Philly did in the Super Bowl, but they they the guy with the spot spied on on JJ McCarthy, and I said, you know, these guys are smart. The the pick six go. These are this is a smart team. They were and they got a coach very good team. They got a coach named Sonny Dykes. Who names their kid Sonny? Nobody names a kid Sonny. It's it's it, you know his, his name is Daniel, and his father's name was Spike. Was Spike, Spike Dykes. Dykes? His yeah. name was Walter. So Spike you know, Dykes. I go, Jesus. Wow. There are so so I started looking at him. I said, wait a minute. Well, well, well how about Sonny Liston? No, his name was Charles. <laughs> Sonny Randall. Remember Sonny Randall, the great wide receiver? He coached yeah, college football. Yeah, he coached yeah, Virginia. Oh, Sonny, those were crazy times. Sonny Rollins was a baseball player. Sonny Bono. <laughs> Sonny Bono was was was, was Salvatore. Really? Sonny okay. Sonny Jurgensen was Christian. Oh, yeah. Sonny Rollins, the saxophonist, was Walter. And Sonny Corleone was. Sonny Corleone was Vito. No, I don't know. Hello, Santino. 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 What about Sonny Elliott? Sonny Elliott. His name was Marvin Schlossberg. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. you mentioned that before. That's I do. I know that. <laughs> Marvin Schlossberg. Oh, and Soupy Sale's name was Milton Supman. But anyway, those are just little <laughs> little notes I found when I was doing that documentary that you guys may have heard of. I don't know. Anyway, I managed uh, so, to avoid it every time it ran over break too. And, and Mark, I'm sure you and I are alone in yeah, are alone in this. In that, the only team I get really emotionally involved with at all is Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to call that game a roller coaster, but it was mostly the plunging. They would get close. Oh, it was a roller coaster, though. They, they never, came back they, so hard. They never had the lead. But, 
No, they, they never had the lead. All, and it, they I'm were saying there's more plunging twice, and they came back. I know. They, they, they get the 21 16. Yeah. Next play, pick six. They're down. They get the 34. They get the 41 38. Boom. The play that we were talking about a second ago. They just, they just, that's ripped. why I kept saying that last chance to get the ball back was they got the ball back. Didn't you guys feel like, Jesus, they can score here? They've scored 39 points this half. I, yeah, I, it's still uh, with I no suppose. timeouts and 52 seconds. I mean, it's a long shot, yeah. but, but the you, fact the that they got stops, no shot. Clock stops with timeouts. Yep. And and yep. I, I don't know why the First drive downs. before that, I thought Michigan was so slow getting in the end zone. They wasted a lot of time. And uh, then they did have the yeah. kickoff over the guy's head. That, that's and a, they had him stuck way back on the 10. Yeah, That's a little tricky, though, because you got to make sure you score on that drive beforehand. So I, I don't, you know, there were three minutes uh, left. They were taking their time, I, it seemed yeah, like. Yeah, because you got to make sure yeah. you score there. Or else you don't have a but chance. They, but they're waiting for plays. Well, just remember a few plays before that when they were rushing it, and what happened? They did nothing. They got sacked on that. They're just they they get Eli's favorite term tempo. They're not a very good up tempo right. team at times. <laughs> well, and I mean, how about the, the Michigan rushing game? How about the running game was well, they, awful. They I got mean, rid they, of it. Yeah. They, yeah, it they, they run over people all year long, and now now they can't run the ball. It was really. But they scored forty five points. That's true. They it gave up fifty one points. They, the they ran for like one hundred and eighty <laughs> yards in the 40. game. I mean, that's why I was like, "What do you mean they got dominated on the lines? That's crazy." Well, well they're, they they're, they're raving about about um, uh, Edwards passing a hundred yards and twenty two carries, but one of them was fifty five yards. yards. He yeah. still counts. Yards a carry and the other twenty. Why does that not count? I mean, a lot of times you run a guy, boom, 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 boom. I remember Walter it, Payton would be in the fourth quarter with 40 yards, and you finish with 160. It does count, but watching that game, it was very frustrating as a fan going, wow, this Joe Moore offensive line of the year the last two years is getting zero push yeah. and is being fooled by these linebackers and where they're coming from. Well, I don't know why passes. they kept running up the middle, up the middle, uh, up yes, the middle, thank up you. the middle. They ran thank you. third down once, third and seven or something. I'm like, what? What happened to the creativity in the run game? I mean, it was really this. Well, they, they're, they're facing that weird defense that they just did not know what to do. I think McCarthy was lost that whole game. I really do. I know yeah. he put up great well, numbers, but his girlfriend he, was uh, was on screen an awful lot. <laughs> I don't really happen. Who washed her, who washed her clothes? They all shrunk. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jacket did too. you see the did you see JJ's post game news conference? He kind of blew the, everybody off. What the hell was, was that? I mean, he was talking up a storm before the game, and all of a sudden yeah. he's like, "We'll be back." Yeah, that's sports. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who's going to be their lame. coach next year. I tell you this. Okay. You know, so I was thinking everybody's on the move. Did you, see, you know, Harbaugh obviously. Wait, but Harbaugh said he would never do this again. Yeah. Last year Every he said, coach. "I'll never do this. I'm here for good." Every coach. Says so that. why is Every, it? No, you yeah, can. I think it. you can get away with it Saban once. Maybe a lot of people can get away. With it. Usually, the way it works is someone comes after you, and you have to decide. He went out and sought the job last year. Didn't get it. He was in Minnesota on signing day, right. and then he says, "You know what? I just want to be here forever." And then now right. he's going to do this again. So if this doesn't work out, is Michigan going to be happy to have him back? Well, is the Colts going to be happy? Last year, um, he like you said, he went searching for the job. Now they're coming to him, so it's different. Doesn't this hurt <laughs> recruiting, though, if he doesn't take the job or if he does take the job either way? I mean, it hurt recruiting last year, obviously. Sure. I, I guess. Well, I mean, you're talking about the wins of kids. I, I think his mindset ought to be, and probably is, that the work is done. He changed the culture, hired young coordinators got back to the roots of hard-nosed football, made it about the players, empowered them. Santa, Santa Srill and all those guys were saying, Sane was still saying all that, that, that he empowered them, the leadership council and all that. He backed off, let the young guys coach. You know, So he changed the culture, and 
you know, I think it's going to, and you go back two years when they were two and four, two years ago and canceled the Ohio state game, the last three games, who would have ever thought that we'd be sitting here with no Michigan one. twice playing in the final four. No so one. I think he's got a better chance to win an, a Super Bowl than he does to win this CFP. It's just, yep. too, it's just too hard. Yep. Well, there's and less so teams. That's why I, I, I wouldn't fault him if he goes and, and okay, Drew. So, so let's say you're Harbaugh. And last year they say, I'm just surprised how you, it's just weird in this town. Like I just was looking at the, the news and the free press. There's nothing about Harbaugh leaving. I listened to Doug Carson today. He talked about it for five minutes. Then Blaney comes on. There to me it was the hot topic of the day. They're talking about it for forty-five minutes, and they're you know it's a lot of uh, I, I thought some ins and outs of the whole history of the story. It seems like the cult doesn't even get angry about. I'm it. Jim Harbaugh. Get angry about what? Harbaugh might leave. That he's that he oh. was going to leave last year, and then he came back, and then he's going to leave. He said he wasn't leaving, and now he's going to leave this year. What I am I supposed to be? be what am I supposed to be angry about? Well, he's bullish, bullshitting you. <laughs> bullshitting well, you what? like nobody. A, a college football well, coach is say? bullshitting. Two if years in a row. It, it, wait, two years. How many coaches? You know, two years in a row have tried to get an NFL job, and everyone knows about it. Oh, okay. Are you, you telling can, me you can, you can, can name an example? I'm not mad at them. It's, it's not a big deal to me. I'm just saying I'm surprised. It's just not a big deal here. The only reason it's, it's like a big is this the blue wall just. It, the only reason it's a big deal is because it's, it's it's exhausting and nobody knows what this weirdo is going to do until this weirdo does it. Right. And and I think there's something else. Everybody is on the move all the time. This Clemson quarterback, DJ, whatever his yeah, last name was, gets, gets benched, benched during the AC championship game and the next day enters the portal. Uh-huh. So, hey, you bench me. I'm out of here. So everybody's on the move. You know, the the, the, the portals are open. Everybody's flying wherever they want to go. And so I think it's just the state of mind now. In college I just don't football, see coaches nothing interviewing. Stays, nothing lasts. I don't see coaches interviewing for NFL jobs two years in a row and swearing they're going to stay and then doing it again. I think that's very unusual. Especially for well, someone who claims they love the University of Michigan more than anything in the world. He, he does, but how are you, you going to answer the question? So, so last year, I'm Jim Harbaugh, and they say, "Are are you committed to stay to Michigan for, for the next you know period of time?" What's he going to say? No, no I'm going to look he around. He said it when he came he, back with he, his he, tail. What's he going to say? What am I going to look around? It. Michigan. I, I don't know. I I would think you would. I think there would be some honesty somewhere with your. You've got a pretty <laughs> solid fan base of people who've supported you incredibly, uh, and then you lie to their face. Well, I think it's I, mean, I would things. think you'd say, listen, it didn't work out, but, you know, I'm always interested in the NFL. I can't help it. I don't know how incredibly supportive yeah, you that can't say that, though, can you? I, I don't think I don't know, I don't think you can say that. Myself included. All I know is the other coaches get ripped when they say, oh, I would never leave. And then the next day they leave. They, people, Mel Tucker, he gets ripped all the time for that. <laughs> he did it well, once. What he, what he, what he, he did left. in Colorado. What he did in Colorado, though, was so uh, underhanded. was such bullshit. He signs the contract that goes and meets with boosters that night. And tells him he's staying, and the next morning it's the headline. Yeah. Or, that, or, that was, or remember Brian Kelly when he, he's in a recruiting meeting with a kid and takes the phone call from LSU to leave Notre <laughs> Dame. It's like uh, it's just it's a very uh, scummy profession. Yeah, well, it's a very scummy college football. Is it's very I mean, scummy yeah, in general. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> scummy in general. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> but, but God damn, is it fun to watch? It is good. <laughs> it's good viewing. And the Ohio State game. Oh, my God. I could uh, not believe what a great game that was. And Kirby Smart made the call. I mean, that was the, the coaching move of the year was when he snuffed out the fake punt and called timeout. Oh, yeah. Ohio State had the first yeah. down. They were up 10 poor, what, 13 points or something at the time? Yeah. Not just to see it, but to get the timeout in. 
Yeah. No, that was an incredible play. And it was a difference maker because he got the ball. The guy slipped. They scored on the long touchdown, got the ball back, scored again. And then Ohio State, I mean, they should have won the game. That's, but that was about as bad as you'll see. Such a great sport for so many reasons. But the fact that you know. Stenson Bennett the fourth can become one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. He's like 30. Is mind He's playing for all the walk-ons. <laughs> he's but a, look he's at a the ninth, guy. He's a ninth-year senior. But you know, look what, at him. He looks like he would suck. And yet that drive, he just was laser. Just laser. He finds, the open, he finds the open guy. Same with he, Joe Milton. It? What the fuck was that? With Joe Milton. There was right, Joe. Oh, <laughs> I was, going, was, I was losing that? my mind. They're going, he could be at the top of the rap board next year. It's like, oh, my God. This he could. Hype, this hype is insane. He could, though. He couldn't beat out Hendon Listen, Hooker to save his life. That's how weird the sport is. He could have a great no, year next no, year. No, no, drafted. no. He will not be at the top of the draft board next year. Uh, no. No, no. And by no, the way, he's no, been no, in college no. football for at least 10 years, it seems like, doesn't it? <laughs> it does feel that way. But it, now, now, think of since we started this show. This is the intensity of football this time of year, and especially you know with, with the college playoffs. And for us in Michigan, you know, we're disappointed about Michigan. I am. But... What a great season. What yeah. a great two seasons. Look at the Lions. The Lions are, are still alive. This is really a, a football is, is, is in a league of its own or a world of its own. And the Lions is a, is a, are one of the best, one of the best stories in the league who would have ever imagined. And that three lot, three point loss to Seattle. Yeah, I wonder, do we are, know, do we know which game was watched more here in Detroit, the Michigan TCU oh. game or the Lions game? Wouldn't it have to be Michigan TCU? Don't I, you I would, think? I would think, but it's also four o'clock. It's also four o'clock on New Year's Eve. I don't know. I don't know. The yeah. Lions are. And, well, you can, the, people are nuts about the Lions. They're eight sure. and eight, and people are nuts about them. One's also a national broadcast. The other isn't. The other one's so quasi. No, I meant in Detroit. Oh, in Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah. yeah, yeah good what, question. What the local. I would I say know. the local ratings would be high. Well, I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, we can find out. This this is a weird feeling I had watching the Lions game on Sunday. To where it's in the third quarter, and I realized, oh, I haven't been paying attention to this game because we're so far ahead. Like yeah, I was, was doing yeah, other right. things, <laughs> and they, because they were so far ahead, I just wasn't paying attention. It was weird. Well, this 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 offense is the third best in Lions history. They're four points, I think, or six points from being the number two offense in Lions history. I think if they score thirty eight or something, mm-hmm. they'll be the number one offense in Lions history. Well, thank God they Golf, have an extra game. He's still not the quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. Um. And as far as the the rookies, the rookies have 18.5 sacks and yeah. six interceptions and like four fumbles, forced fumbles. Or um, I'm no, sure. I, sac- I tell you, you you look at the management team now, and I thought very interesting because before they played Carolina, Carlos Monarez, who I rarely agree with on anything, <laughs> wrote an article. I, I was like, my eyes were bugging out. Okay. This is the first article I've read in my life of praising Lion ownership. He's praising Sheila Hamp, saying, I hope she gets the credit she deserves. Because at one and six, she said, quote, we believe in the process and expect to turn things around right away. And they did. And look at she wow. hired Brad Holmes. Look, this James Houston was a sixth round pick. And he's got seven and a half sacks. The same as eight sacks. James, is how, eight. How, yeah. How, how many sacks does he have? Eight sacks in six games. Amazing. Uh, James snaps. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and Jamison Williams, that dude is fast. Yeah, he looked good. Can they Man. pass him the ball, please? Can they get the <laughs> yeah. ball to him in the air? Yeah. Why can they not get the ball to him in the air? Golf. I don't, I don't know. But but his draft. Everybody been, else. Was, this this draft last year was was the best that 
I think, in Lions history. So, I mean, right the Lions are so good right now, that game is actually being flexed to the primetime Sunday night game, which is insane. It is. But, uh, you know, I, I'd say the odds on the Lions getting to the playoffs are very good. I don't know what the official odds are, what ESPN would call them. I don't give them more than 15 or 20 percent. That's about Seattle, what it was. Well, what's yes. what are the what's the Rams, the spread for the Rams and Seahawks? I think only four and a half points surprised. And me. is that game in Seattle? It's in Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Seattle had beat them, yeah. beaten them by three a couple of weeks ago in L.A. That was a good game. Yeah. I, in the end, Seattle just a win. Right, I think they will, but but then I mean, Green Bay is still playing for something. So I mean, th- th- we've seen a lot of upsets in situations like this, especially involving yeah. the last playoff slot. Yeah. So if yeah. it comes down to Sunday night, honestly, I just hope the Lions play a good game. As long as they don't play a terrible game, I'll be fine with it. They've they've I, really had an exciting. Season. I hope they tie, <laughs> and I hope Seattle ties and Washington wins, because then we go. Is <laughs> 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 that not the dumbest that. scenario who's, in the world? Wait, who's Washington but, playing? Uh, the Cowboys. So if they win, they would still have a tie. They'd all be 8-8. Eight, oh, eight. I see. If they're okay. all 8-8-1, eight, eight and oh, one, okay. the Lions go. Which I, I, You know me, I love chaos. I love ties. That's awesome. <laughs> so now, do you think, I think I think it's four and a half points is all the Packers are favored by. Yeah. The fact that the Lions are a dome team, they're playing on the road in, in Lambeau Field, which favors the Packers. The Packers, Packers are playing... I just would think it's a real long shot, and although I don't gamble, even though every ad on television is about gambling, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would think I would think that the Packers would cover four and a half pretty easy in this one. Would be my guess, but whatever. Mm. Not that I wouldn't. Uh, think the Lions, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I mean, naturally, the Lions at Lambeau, I, they're underdogs. Of course, they're underdogs. Yeah. But this yeah. team's been surprising. They've won some good so road scary. games this year, which have surprised me. So. I don't know. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is quite the same Aaron Rodgers either. I'm not quite as intimidated by him as I used to be. They have looked so good in they the last so four games. They've looked so good in the last though. four games. <laughs> yeah. to, but they've lost know. eight games. He's thrown, I think, 11 interceptions or something this year, which is a lot for him. I mean, that's not that many, but... Um, yeah. 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 Anyway. I know, it just seems like a foregone conclusion that Green Bay is going to win and just be uh, in no matter what. I hope not. But- if 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 Seattle happens to lose, though, that would be a, that's going to be a fascinating game yep. to watch. And the last thing I want to talk about here, because I'm thoroughly, uh, I shouldn't be amazed at how pathetic the Tigers' offseason has been. <sighs> While teams are signing guys for three hundred million dollars, they're doing it again. They're waiting around to see the bargain basement free agents. They're taking guys off waivers. Phil Nevin's kid. Who, who's kid? They signed Phil Nevin's kid. The oh, guy right. That, Phil Nevin's kid. Yeah. Hey, how, how, how about this one off wa- waivers? Mario Feliciano. Insert your own joke there. Four major league at bats. A catcher. Think of the catchers they've gone through that were going to be the guy. Grayson Griner was going to be the guy. Jake Rogers was going to be the guy. Tyler Barnhart was going to be the guy. Now they're drafting. Now they're getting It's just the, the pitching. Okay. So here's my question because they, they haven't improved on offense at all. Worst offense in the league have gotten nobody. Their hopes to get better are that Riley Green gets better. Donna, Jonathan Scope has a better year. Javier Baez doesn't turn out to be the worst free agent signing in yeah. baseball history. Torkelson shows up. Yeah. And that, and that Cabrera uh, doesn't oh. really just finish on on fumes oh, but, if uh, he gets more than 100 at bats this year and is hitting like he did last year i'm gonna be really pissed well they'll probably be yeah. they'll probably win 65 games if he bats that many times and hits like he did last year nobody will care they'll just go oh, well he's a draw so let's play him yeah right right and my last question for you guys trevor bauer great pitcher the dodgers are going to probably cut him and everybody's waiting around to see they can sign for seven or twenty thousand dollars so my question to you 
Detroit sports fans. We laughed at the, we laughed at, at discussed it that they hired uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. The Browns did. If it meant getting over the top, would you endorse signing Trevor Bauer? Because he can't go back to the Dodgers because he's the team. That's the team where he committed the the multiple domestic assaults. Would you take Trevor Bauer if it meant maybe pushing the Tigers over the top? You know what? When I saw his Twitter and his social media where he defends himself and he tells you why these people are lying, to me, he shows his ass and he shows me 110% that he is an absolute asshole, a jerk-off asshole. And I don't know what he's doing with these girls or how much they permiss or don't permiss, but I, I, I just hate I don't like him at all. He was an asshole before this. He was at, remember he threw the ball into the into the center field bleachers. He was a to, total <laughs> yes, egomaniac. He's a jerk. You know, and he's uh, always he, right, even about assaulting women. He's right. They're lying. The only thing that confuses me, and and this is what I don't understand about domestic about women and domestic abuse, is the one who really took him down went to see him again both times. She was abused and choked. Why would she go back? That's what just blows my mind, and I, none of us can answer it, so it's a rhetorical question. But anyway, so I mean, look at the abuse you take on this show, and you still you still come back, Eli. <laughs> you know, Deshaun Watson. Uh, I just want to go back to him for a second because he had a beautiful post for his girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> oh, jeez! Oh, I said you know, some sarcasm. Come on, he did. No, he did. And, and this is a guy who who did nothing wrong, has no regrets, even though he says that. These women initiated consensual sex with him five yeah. times, four times for oral sex, one time for intercourse, while she was his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And he still didn't have any regrets. Right. So he sent an Instagram uh, message to his girlfriend. Let's see. Uh, Jillian Nice is her name. She's beautiful. She's a model influencer. And you might think this would be more appropriate with all these people. There's still people who are suing him. Yep. It might be more appropriate yeah. to do that privately. But uh, he decided that since she was his girlfriend through this entire debacle that, um, you know, maybe he should just tell every, the whole world that may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give oh you peace. How can you go to Clemson for three years and not know how yeah. to do tenses? Isn't that weird? I, I, I think the Lord speaks better English than him, too. Uh, how do you, seriously, though, isn't that a fair question? How do you go to college? For years and years, uh, you graduate. don't know tenses? <laughs> of course. Oh, come on. <laughs> Let me finish this beautiful post. And continue to bless you with many more years of happiness, love, and success. You will achieve whatever you desire, my twin. You know the she forever set in stone. The shit forever set in stone. I love you, shorty. It's only up from here. Now that I paid off those bitches to shut him the fuck up. Oh, how so how religious is he? He's a man of the cloth. That cloth being a washcloth that he brings <laughs> in front of his own boner. By the way, he, he did nothing wrong, but he's making great progress. We're told in, yeah, in, in his, his rehab. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's been so apologetic. No, but I didn't mean to bring that up. I just want to say about Deshaun Watson. We had an argument about this, and, and I still maintain the NFL does not need Deshaun Watson. I don't know why the league thinks they need him. Well, the, the Browns needed him. That's all that mattered. No, Nobody I understand that. Him. But, I mean, as far as, you know, oh, you know, they, they were going to suspend him for this much or that much or whatever. And I thought, well, suspend him for two years. Why not yeah. suspend him like Trevor Bauer? This, is, this was obscene. I mean, this was so blatant. And if you read the New York Times article or any of the good reporting on it, 
You I, knew this I, was not just a little thing between two people. I agree with you, but I just have a feeling it must be, oh, when the ne- next collective bargaining agreement comes up, they're going to want us to give 70% of the revenue to the players. Over to, to be, Sean Watson? To be able to, to, be able to suspend Hill? a guy. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying it. It's got to be the fact where next time the union comes to the table, they're going to have to give up a lot more money to have a lot more control over the players. That's the only thing I can I, think of. I don't of, know Drew. why a union would give a shit. I think they'd go, what a that's fucking prick. their job, I guess. Yeah, to get more money for their members. Well, that's that's hurts unions actually when they defend the worst people in the world. That is when they get hurt. That's when yeah. people turn on yeah. unions, in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's kind of laughable that the NFL has a union. However, we just see it through the eyes of the Deshaun Watsons and the superstars. There's a lot of guys who, you know, they don't do too bad either. Yeah, no, I, I guess four years though to earn a pension. That's kind of hard. How many? Four? Yeah, the, yeah. I think the average career is like just one, just shy of that. Yeah. Just, Oh, well, much less. I think it's two points yeah. something years, the average NFL career. Man. Anyway, uh, Happy New Year from the Yaldo Eye Center. Wishing you peace of mind and once and forever peace from the annoyance and poor performance of contacts, glasses, and reading glasses. For years, you've been buying all of it, the lenses, the cleaners, the prescription changes. But really, they own you because you're pretty much helpless to see without them. Put an end to it. Let Dr. Yaldo dial in 2020 vision. Most cases better than 2020. Most precise custom LASIK in the world were the implantable lenses that last a lifetime. They bring in the small print and everything else with stunning clarity. <laughs> Hundreds of Drew and Mike listeners have experienced life-changing vision correction. And Dr. Yaldo's four-plus years of supporting this podcast. Get a free no-obligation evaluation. Say $1,500 if you opt for custom LASIK by simply mentioning the show. 800-398-EYES. Go to YaldoEyeCenter.com. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. Get him out of here. If you're Farewell. facing, if you're by, if you're facing a big financial decision such as buying a home, a new car, or maybe even something cosmetic, it's important to know how this decision could affect your current, future financial goals. That's why Luke Nowak and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan for all your financial goals today and into the future. Many have used Luke's services as well. Very happy. 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. What's the outlook for the market this year? Is it up, down? Sounds like Recessionville again. Mm. That's what people keep yelling about. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Remember, FINRASFPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, separately owned. Other entities in our marketing aims, product service reference here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. And Christina Gennari, if 2023 is the year for maybe you're going to move or you're going to look for your first home, here's the person who can help you do it. She's got a big team, Christina does, at KW Domain. Real estate has been kind of a roller coaster ride. It still is with the interest rates, but uh, Christine's been navigating this for a long time, and there's a way to do this. And I know a lot of people who are buying now are thinking, well, I'm going to have to suffer the rates, but the home prices are down, and I can hopefully refinance when rates go down. Well, Christine and her team are ready to help you find the home of your dreams when you're ready to move. So uh, here's the number 248 550 4788. For Christina, Gennari or soldchristina.com. That's C H R I S T I N A. And Idaho was the, oh boy, this is such a big story. And it just seemed like, is this, are they ever going to find this guy? Right. And finally, they find a guy 
who could not look or be any more like the person I pictured. This is the guy. It's, this is him. It's like if I'd drawn a picture of him, it would be that guy. And Drew. he would act just like this. So since this happened about, what, a month and a half, almost two months ago, and I was pretty riveted by it. We have some. We have four college students in Idaho that were stabbed. That's a personal attack. You have to get very close. It's not like you're shooting somebody and it separates you between the gun and the person. They stabbed this person, and then poof, they have no suspects. So I did the biggest, deepest dives. I was going all through 4chan, which is just disgusting. I was going through Reddit. I was going through the Facebook pages. I could not consume enough of this Idaho, and I saw hundreds of suspects from cartels because one of the cartels. Yeah, because one of the girls' moms got arrested. It sounds like time well spent, Brandon. Well, I know. I know. I got to tell you, some of this is really irresponsible oh yeah and, you know this boyfriend who's just boyfriend been, who's been absolutely slandered to no end the it's, frat boys no no that guy it's insane that guy should do and the neighbor should do exactly what that professor is doing and sue the people for defamation you saw that professor suing that very specific tiktok person right yes because you know that's not a public figure right that, no. that professor is not out there in public saying things and she's being defamed i mean that seems like a pretty easy well, one to win. This is what happens when you put children on social media, but the adults aren't much better. And by the way, it's annoying. Megan The Stallion is talking about suing certain people Good. who said incredible things about her in regards to Tory Lanez. That she's lying about it, that she's jealous because she had sex with him and blah, 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 and she wasn't shot at all, and she's a big liar, and this woman was berated by people. I mean, it's incredible to me that this isn't just one female, just a regular person shot by Tory Lanez. This is a huge star, a yeah. Grammy-winning star, and people were trolling the shit out of her. Drake, huge, large artists were calling her a liar. Well, because she's a public figure, it's a lot easier to, you know, have an opinion based on yeah, who, knowledge I, available. I don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. Why would someone who has a giant career absolutely slander someone like this when there's no benefit to it and he knows nothing? What did Drake yeah. know? What did he um, think he knew? That he likes making songs with Tory Lanez? But he not only he not only likes making songs with them, why would he state something publicly about it? As some of these podcasts, Joe Budden, who has a big show, was going on and on Alex Jones style about this. Yeah. About what a liar she is. And from what I understand, they're collecting a lot of information and talking about taking legal action against a number of people. And I hope they do. Because it's but, so fucking irresponsible. And by the way, this guy was so guilty, and every piece of evidence said so. Include, do we have his jailhouse call, by the way? We do. Which was played uh, for the jury, and a lot of people felt this was just a humongous thing in the Tory Lane's case. And I don't mean to deviate from Brian Koberger, yeah. the Idaho alleged killer, but I just, while we're on Tory Lane's, might as well listen to it, because it was, <laughs> how could you listen to this? I don't know how Tory Lanez, who, by the way, boy, he sure is remorseful, isn't he? <laughs> I like that his fans have a, um, don't they have a petition to overturn oh, yeah. the verdict? Because that's how things work now. I hope they throw the fucking book at this guy. I hope they give him all 22 years. As far as I'm concerned, that's just fine if they give this asshole 22 years. He orchestrated a lot of this bullshit against her publicly, too. But, but is that how it works? And he stalked her. He went on stage in a costume when she was on stage. If you get a petition of enough people that say, no, you're innocent and you should be let Goes that how it works? That yeah. the legal system yeah. and have your dad yell really loud outside the courtroom too. His dad, the Reverend Lanes. What an idiot! What an absolute fucking idiot! He watched the trial. He heard this call, and exactly. he still says that. Well, he knows. Hello. 
Okay. This is called to Kelsey Harris, who was also in the vehicle and witnessed the shooting. The yeah, one, the one was, who changed her story. You right? should be charged with perjury, by the way, and I'll explain that in a minute. Megan Thee Stallion's best friend. Yeah, formerly. Yeah, that out season anything. Huh? Huh? That out anything that could. Megan's still in the hospital. I'm outside the hospital. Is there a turd in your phone? <laughs> Jesus. Why <laughs> what? You're listening to Street. I said Megan's in the hospital, so I'm um I'm outside the hospital waiting. What hospital are you at? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, Cedar. Let me see. I thought you're outside it. How you're at you know, Cedar. How do you know not Cedar, what? something like that. Sinai. Cedar. She can't pronounce Sinai. Yeah, I have a clue. Jesus Christ. Sure. How'd she get there? She doesn't know the name of the hospital. Is he speaking English? I just want you to know, bro. Oh, there you go. I was just so fucking drunk. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on, bro. That ass. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on, bro. Like that ass, bro. bro. I'd never do some shit like that, bro. Bro. Just that so fucking drunk. I just didn't even understand what the fuck was going on. Bro. Wait, wait, wait. Pause it for a sec. Did they just let the word fuck go by, but they're bleeping everything else? They bleep the N-word only. Yeah, I think it's the okay. N-word they're bleeping. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't that seem like <laughs> an odd really choice to not bleep fuck, though? You can say the N-word. Well, but why are you not bleeping fuck if you're going through all the work to bleep the N-word? So, uh, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, regardless, that's not going to make anything right. And that's not going to make my actions right, bro. But I'm just deeply sorry, bro. I never even moved like that, bro. Like, Got bad vocal fry. He's probably getting a blowjob while making this call. <sighs> sounds very relaxed well, from a dude. A lot, <laughs> a lot that happens. He's in jail. A whole lot, bro. Like a whole lot, bro. I feel like I feel crazy, bro. But in this day, like what happened happened already, bro. I can't take it back, bro. I just felt I'm just telling you, I'm sorry, bro. Like. You're listening to Street TV. <laughs> Stop saying you know bro. When I, got to, when I got to the house, uh, I'm sure he's like, all top is he gave me like five shots like off the door. Like, you feel me? I was out of there like, wasn't even there with Like, you feel me? He was taking shots past that time. I wasn't even there with Like, bro, I don't even, know, I don't even remember what we was even arguing about, bro. Like, like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, um... She said you're not much I mean, of an artist. I was already fucked up by the time you got there, so I don't, I don't know how much... It's like, you know, but tell me, tell me what, um, what hospital she's in. You're listening to Street TV. I just Heard told you the first you, uh, Cedar Medical Center. Oh my God, Jesus, these people are so right, dumb. Um, you ain't got Quan's number, right? You ain't got my security number. Quan, I do have his uh, number. Can you call this n- corn and tell this n- bruh? Um, you get a chance, bruh. Just figure out what you got to do to bail me out this shit. Okay. Thank you, bro. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, thanks sorry. for laying that on yeah, her. Thank you, bro. I, well, I think, I think honestly, I think we're going to try to, um, because obviously, like, the longer you're in there, the more hot it's going to get. Because, you know, it's already on, like, there's no names released yet, but the report is already, it's already out, you know? Um, but like, so, out is what? What you mean, out? It's on some app. You know, Megan's Megan team is on top of this. So, yeah, uh, but like, can't don't, don't. There's no way that Megan's on like the thing. No, there's no. What'd you say? There's no way that Megan's like on the thing. You're listening to street TV. No, 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 no. So far, none of that is there. But I mean, yeah, I don't how think dare she? Be one of those. If anything, the only thing gonna get this backlash is me. It's not gonna be her. 
Oh, really? Um, really? But what yeah, a I, phony. I, 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 Alright, um, it is what it is. Uh, uh, regardless if I get it's out not of here, what it is. Not, bro, I just want to let y'all know, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Like, bro. I never did that shit. If I wasn't that drunk, bro, like, you feel me? Oh, that's great to know. Yeah. You have one minute remaining for this call. Uh oh. <laughs> get out of here, you I want that drop. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Oh, what a dick. He gone. He gone. So, Raw. that. What the hell with the bruh? She's a chick. She's not bruh. Uh, well, I it's guess like... this call's over. <laughs> Ridiculous. Bruh. So. You're listening to Stream TV. I was reading a lot about this trial when it was going on. And, you know, what, what just blew my mind was this is at Kylie Jenner's party. <laughs> and there's a huge brouhaha fight at the party. Mm-hmm. And so. Megan wants to leave, and somehow she ends up going back in, and then they have this big fight. Not like a big brouhaha fight at a party full of millionaires. Billionaires. Yes, yeah, a billionaires them. having a party. It's in this giant mansion, and there are these. Apparently, it sounded like there were two or three just huge fights, mm-hmm. like fist fights, and people shoving and swearing and screaming. What? <laughs> Why would Kylie Jenner? Want a party and invite a bunch of people who are going to fight with each other. No disrespect. What the fuck is that? It's more about AIDS or young idiots with too much money. Tory Lanez is 29. I mean, honest to God, I just... If you have so much too much money, why are you fighting people? I don't understand that either. I I just don't get it. And why do you want to shoot people? Now it's a party, huh, guys? By the way, as far as the street cred, Tory Lanez... I've been following his his Spotify. He had 15, 14. Actually, I think he's at the beginning of this, when this just happened, he had around 12 million monthly mm-hmm. listeners. He's got, I think, over 19 million now, and it's gone up since the verdict. Go. It's gone go. up a couple million since yeah. the verdict. So this is this was good for him. Name recognition. And and when Megan the Stallion was saying, um, you know, y'all stop using me for clout, and I thought, well, that sounds so stupid. But you know what? She's right. I think a lot of these people were trying to jump in this thing because it just gets you attention, and I guess it gets you streams. I guess people are that what dumb. That's what it's all about now. I have no idea if his music is good, bad, or otherwise. He was popular before this happened, but he is a significantly larger. He did a whole album about what a liar she is, yeah. and I noticed that because um, I've now accessed the you can actually access the daily streaming of the oh, top really uh, top two thousand albums in the world now. And uh, and his record about her lying, I, it did it did big stuff. I guess out of the spot, out of the gate, and it got reviewed like it was just a normal album. Oh yeah, well he's talking about the trial. Blah, blah, blah. Is this the album? Sorry for what? Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry for what? <laughs> not F O R by the way. The number four. It's not doing real well anymore. Um, and it was interesting going through that list. By the way, I saw some artists who are just dying, just dying. You know who I think? What a grind, I, man! I'm really curious to see if this plays out. But you know how hot Meg, uh, Cardi B was like yeah. a year ago? Uh-huh. Her records are just not streaming yeah. that much. She's not new anymore. There's always someone else who's ready to be new. But you'd think the music would have some staying power if it was that popular for a year. 
or half I mean, it's weird. It's weird there's how just, disposable it is. I was now. to say, there's just so many artists making so many songs. Yeah, because there's nobody holding that number down. They're mm-hmm. just all out there. So anyway, back to to Brian. Koberger. Yeah, my point was that you know over the po- month and a half, I saw so much speculation and so many suspects. Yet this guy was not on any of the online detectives' radar. This guy came out of nowhere. Although he was on a, he, they believe he was on a podcast speculating. I think I sent it to you. Okay, now we know he went to Washington State and he was a PhD student in criminology. Was this mm-hmm. guy studying to be a murder consultant? <laughs> Is it really all the, all the evidence uh, I see now is like I feel like this guy just wanted to murder somebody and get away with it. Yeah, well, it would seem that way because there doesn't seem to be any true connection between no. him and these people. I thought it might be some jealous guy who Los. couldn't get anywhere with one of the girls or something crazy. He was like labeled that. an incel. This right guy out looks of the like an incel. He's an incel. Mark, is there's he, not, though, is he there's not an incel? he's not officially an incel, yeah. but find one iota of information about any girlfriend ever. Sure. There isn't any. Sure. There's been no girlfriend reference. Lots of friends have come out and some girl friends, one came out and was angry with him because, well, just to start from the beginning, he was a fat kid and he was bullied, I guess, quite a bit. Yeah. He got skinny and he took boxing lessons and got real tough and then he turned asshole. He became the bully and he also liked... Um, <laughs> Proving how intelligent he was and also telling people how dumb they were. Oh, nice guy. He was someone who liked to lift himself up by putting other people down, which is a type. I got to tell you, I'm sick, though, of seeing these stories because that reminded me of the one neighbor who knew him when he was a kid and he tried to break a window. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like any indiscretion, any piece of evidence is like, here's a piece of evidence. That's... That's insignificant trivia. I think, what could I think be the most was, insignificant trivia so far? They, they talked to somebody who lived across the street from his apartment building, and they saw him twice. I saw like, his, former, his former friend who used to jog with him 13 years ago said that he was a pretty nice guy. And then there was the girl who hung out with him 10 years ago, and she said he was on heroin 10 yeah, years she, ago. And she was angry because she was thought she was helping him run an errand in the Poconos, which is a long drive. It mm-hmm. turned out he was going to get heroin, but he didn't tell her that. <laughs> So she hates him. And, way too much and dumb information about he this He looks loser. exactly like Dennis from It's Always he Sunny. I could not stop laughing at that separated at birth. Are Dennis's eyes as close together as this guy? His eyes are close well, together. Well, his mugshot looks like Dennis from... Yeah, I saw, the, I saw the tweets and the, the meme, for sure. No, but, I did not know. This is a, a piece of information that I just had, was blown away by, is that Washington State is only, what, eight miles away? 12, yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, super close. wait a second. He's in another state. How can he be eight miles away? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it's such an idiot. Going, well, surely two different states. The universities are way What, are they missing a zero or something? It's got to be at least 80. <laughs> um, and apparently for all his brilliance, he did leave some DNA. Yeah. And someone, you know, before you leave DNA to Mersa, you better find out and make sure that nobody in your family has contributed to the public genealogy yeah. websites yeah. because somebody in his family did. He got and busted in a really kind of dumb way. They said he was meticulous. Them. They said that he was wearing gloves, though. Uh, but of uh, course, well, after the murder, he was wearing gloves. But when you're stabbing four people to death, sometimes you're gonna get your gloves come off. Or, you know, who knows, his arm may have brushed against something. Or a hair falls out. Anything. Yeah. But his DNA was there, and it sounds like they nailed him through the public genealogy website, or they knew it was someone in that family, and then they go, oh, well, he lives eight miles away, so it's got to be him. And he has a white Elantra, which they've been looking for. Yes, the white is problematic and was parked outside Mommy and Daddy's house when he was busted at Mommy and Daddy's house at 3 in the morning. And a month after the murders, 
he drove across the country 2,500 miles from Washington to this small town in Pennsylvania with daddy because okay. what, what does he need dad to pay for gas and hotels? Is that the reason? Or I can't drive across the, I can't drive by myself. It's too far. Ready for some irresponsible speculation? I think dad knew. Oh, you think so? I have a feeling that dad knew. I don't know why. There's been a little little things here or there that it's like, how could this guy not know? First off, he's in this white Elantra, right? Well, Your kid dad, lives eight miles from where these murders happen. If dad knew, dad should have helped him paint the fucking Elantra or get the fuck out of there, burn it up, do something, but get rid of the Elantra. Why would he take it all the way home? Do you want to see the- uh, Put it in the garage, at least. TMZ just put out the- um, Body cam footage? You want to see the body cam footage? Oh, yeah. One of the times he was pulled over on a cross-country trip with Daddy. I know, for speeding and for tailgating. I think this is the tailgating You just killed four people and you're tailgating? You guys have fucking car dirty, by the way. car's a mess. Oh, you're not getting much out of this. What? I can't see him or his dad. All I see is the door handle. Well, they... And they go through it and basically say that, um, yeah, where's where this one part I was looking for? That they were talking about, um, yeah, that's a long drive from Washington to Pennsylvania where they were going. Oh, you guys scared of airplanes. Now, the information was out there that they were looking for this car. It's just another example of how no jurisdiction shares information with other jurisdictions in this country. Because mm-hmm. you would think that would pop up, right? Well, probably at Washington plates. During the encounter, Daddy mentions that a shooting near Washington State added to where that's where his, his son went to school. The man had barricaded himself in an apartment near the university and threatened to kill two of his roommates and died in a police shootout, which is kind of a weird thing to mention considering the Idaho, Idaho murders are right next yeah, door. What, what brought that up? Like uh, why he was leaving? I guess, yeah. Oh, so he picks another crime instead of the obvious one. That's what I mean. One. Yeah, but that's Dad saying it. That's not that's, Brian. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Because um, I, you know, it's funny when I was like, why would he, like, I don't want to drive across the country with my dad. I'd rather drive alone. Just crank tunes and yeah. listen to podcasts and stuff. But I, I, I started thinking, well, I guess maybe some people would want their dad to pay for the gas and the hotels. <laughs> doesn't mean dad has to, usually pay for stuff. Dad has to be in the car. I know. <laughs> Just asking for the money. <laughs> why would dad, why does dad have to be in the car? That's my point. I think he helped him cover up something. No, it's dangerous driving at night, Brian. I want your dad to be with you so you'll be safe. We can take turns driving so you don't get too tired. Brian can take naps and then then he'll be fresh when he drives. Well, the most interesting to me about the... Well, he is a night night person. Did you hear that part about Brian Goldberger? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He would stay up till 2 o'clock sometimes vacuuming at 1 in the morning. It's like he would never sleep. What? Um, apparently, too, one of his his friend, someone who was was formerly in his friend group, <laughs> said that uh, they kicked him out of the friend group, which it sounded like an official breakup from oh. the friend group. I didn't know people did this because he had taken boxing lessons and he was constantly trying to cause someone to have to fight him. Because now that he's equipped with boxing lessons, yeah. he knows he can kick people's asses, so he's oh, causing God. all these confrontations. He sounds like the biggest know-it-all asshole. Yeah, no, he really does. He sounds like a total know-it-all in the class, too. And they said that he would always try and sound super intelligent whenever he answered a question in that, class. There was another story that came out that he got in an argument with another PhD candidate, and she felt he was mansplaining something, and she <laughs> left the room. Like, wait, so that means he murdered four people? 
<laughs> There's just so much information about this turd. And to me, it's like, no, this is just evidence Man's that he's a fucking turd, not that he murdered four people, which he did. I mean, come on. I'm just convinced this guy did it. Yeah. Well, he's saying he didn't yet. No, he did it. Yet. There was a woman who was held in the same jail as him. Oh, this lady. Yeah, Valerie. Valerie Cipollina. Yeah, and she said that all night he was screaming like uh, rap know, lyrics. Well, rap lyrics, but also I'll cut you too to the guards. Like I kill, I killed them. I'll kill you. And yet, if he's screaming that, why is he saying that he's innocent? And he was know. flopping his dick around. Dick around yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah showing, you want to, We have two numbers for Valerie Cipollina who. We don't need to get into her problem. She had a little domestic violence issue. and She's she was only in there for like 12 hours. Yeah, she was in jail sh- briefly, and her cell was catty-cornered to his, and apparently he kept trying to make her look at his dick. She never saw it, though, because it was no. below. Yeah. I only got one that seems to work, so let's see if she'll answer this time. Yeah, you come in here and I'll cut you, he was telling the guards, allegedly. I'm going to pee in your face. Okay, Mr. Tough Guy. You don't have your Rambo knife, tough guy. What an asshole. He, looks, he just looks like an asshole. He still wants to show up those boxing lessons, I think. Come <laughs> on, Valerie. What song is this? Valerie. Amy Winehouse. I thought it was. phone right now, but if you leave your name, number, and a brief message, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. After leaving a message, you can hang up or press pound for more options. Um, Hi, this is uh, the Drew and Mike show, and we're looking for Valerie, who we understand had a pretty harrowing uh, run-in with um, Brian Kohlberger, and we just wanted to see if we could talk to her and um, hope she's doing all right. It sounded terrible. But anyway, if you want to call back this 248 number, we'd love to talk to you, Valerie. Thank you so much. Wait, don't hang up. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, Koberger's a cougar, right? Yeah, Washington State. Yeah. And Dahmer's a Buckeye? Yeah, according to a T-shirt during the game. I think there should be, there's got to be a site where we show what what uh, schools all these killers went to. Because well, they've man, all gone to school. Michigan's going to lead that again. Michigan's I mean, got a bunch. This. Yeah, yeah. Well, Michigan's the, got a couple of pretty big ones. Kaczynski. David List came up today. Remember David List? The oh, guy that, he went to Michigan? He went to Michigan. Yeah. Of course, Kaczynski. Well, it wasn't John List, wasn't it? Yeah, John List. There you yeah. go. Yeah. The guy killed his family and then took a train to Colorado and started a new life for mm-hmm. a good while mm-hmm. before they busted him. That education helped him rebuild his life after a murder. He was really a loser, though. Total loser. He would leave the house and pretend to go to work after he lost his job for like three months. He would leave at 8 o'clock and come home at 5 sharp. And like, yeah, another great day at the office. And they said, yeah, this isn't working out very well. I guess I'll just suck, kill, my, better kill my family. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be awesome if I just didn't have this fucking family weighing me down. The one he had to hide from because he couldn't tell him the truth. I'm pretend I'm going to a job I don't even have just to keep my family happy. That'd be a shitty existence. I'd rather go, yeah, I'm a loser. I got fired from my job. I'm just going to stay home today. Instead of hiding out for the whole day? I wonder what he did all day. God, that'd be boring. There were no phones then either. No. He sat in a McDonald's all day. Um, you know. Any other good information on Koberger that's totally pointless? Well, you want to take a listen to the podcast that he allegedly called into? Yeah, we can listen to this. Okay, this was apparently on Allegedly with T-Rev. 
And this is about. We don't know that it's him, but but we're willing to just accept that it's him because they think it's him. And this is about the murders. I think they were talking about oh, the murders. Okay. Yeah. Call from Dave. Fake. No. Hey, what's up, Dave? You live. Hey, what's up, man? Is this T Rev? Yes, sir. What's going on? T Rev. Not much, man. I just I found you today. I I watched your live earlier this afternoon and been watching. Sounds like what I think uh, Coburg would sound like. Yeah, but we don't I, uh, know what he sounds like. Uh, that's that why I think it's him. Distracts me. His name's Dave. Kind of weird about all this. Is no, he's giving a fake I name. I live in a college town. See? And I've worked. Lives in college town. With, There's very uh, few of those. Probably at least ten Sigma Chi. That's members. him. And, you know, the one thing that every single one of them I, I, obscure. I, I feel like has asked me is... Blame someone else. If you were going to kill somebody, how would you get away with it? She's trying to throw and the cops off the, tr- off the scent. I just wonder if maybe... Yeah. If maybe this is nothing more than some kid in a fraternity trying to prove himself. You want to send this to the prosecutor, that Brandon? Yes. So you said some... That's him. You worked with five or six Sigma Chi kids, and they asked you how if you can kill somebody, they can get away with it? It's a hazing thing. Yeah. They made up... They Did made I the, hear that right? They made the pledges kill four yeah. people. Oh, and my God! I know that's a thing that just, like, He's maybe people say. Trying <laughs> like to, like, have an interesting conversation, but, like, just in my head, it's like, this is... It's always been these these dudes that were in, in the fraternity. Yeah. Hmm. And, and so it makes me wonder if it's a thing that that's in their, in their like Amazing. culture yeah. that they ask to see how smart you are and whatever. Yes. Yeah, so you're good enough for the answer frat. you come up with and someone took it too far. <laughs> wow. Murder? That's a great analysis. Oh, wow. Who, uh, what, what kind of dudes would ask you that? So your Kai's. That's an outrageous statement, man. I, I mean, I'd write their names down. Yeah, let's investigate <laughs> these guys. Really See? incredible synopsis. I'd write See, Koberger, that was a great move by Koberger. <laughs> the thing was all over Twitter. Why don't we just make up a clip and say that? Is this Brian Koberger who called our <laughs> podcast? Just, yeah, it was, uh, I killed these four people. I mean, I didn't kill these four people. Uh, Dave. Yeah, so there's this uh, truck driver, and uh, this guy was nuts. <laughs> My uh, car broke down. I need some help. Can you, uh, do you know how to how to help repair a uh, Hyundai Elantra? Dave, so um, dumb. There's a uh, there's a new documentary. I'm not sure how if it's brand new or not, but it was about the oh God, what were people sending to Tom Brokaw and that that. That stuff that kills oh, you. Oh, anthrax. Anthrax. That's yeah, a the anthrax really good thing. documentary. Right after 9 11. And, and I remember that so well because it was freaking people out. It was scary. It's like, wow, somebody could just send you this shit in the mail Clark, and kill you. Clark was a little freaked. He was. Yeah. Uh, it was scary. I mean, I wasn't that scared. But uh, anyway, I, it was so intriguing because the problem for the FBI is that. They don't know enough about anthrax. Mm-hmm. And so they're depending on these scientists that make it to, you know, help them through this. And it turns out, you know, it's coming from this one lab. They know it is. And there's a bunch of scientists there. And they really, you know, they really rely on them to understand the anthrax part itself. But they did, you know, they eventually settled on 
Well, first they settled on the wrong, wrong guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, and ruined his life. And by the way, do we know what happened to that guy? He sued him. He got money. Yeah, he got $5.8 million. That's right. Yep. Yeah, he was absolutely, media Felt just bad for that swarmed guy. Yeah. on this guy. And um, and he was, life was absolutely destroyed. I hope he's doing a lot better now. But this other guy, they settled in on him. And he has the weirdest personality. And he says the weirdest shit. Mm-hmm. Like he said, yeah, sometimes... Uh, my arms start tingling, and uh, all of a sudden, it's like I'm out of my own body, and I start doing things, and I don't even know what I'm doing. And um, and he's got that that girl that's his confessor, or he has private the one girl that he tells his secrets to. Oh, I don't remember, remember that, that part? part. No. Yeah, and he had said some really weird things to her. No, he said a lot of weird things to people he worked with too. This he had post office boxes yeah. in different towns. It just there were so many weird things, but they didn't really quite add up to enough until they determined that the anthrax came from a like a private supply he had made that was a special you know brand and some of the other scientists lucky for him had used it too how they eventually caught him was that was pretty amazing how they tracked that strain of anthrax back to him yeah, no, that was... And then realized that he lied about the sample he provided, and then why did you save that other sample under mm-hmm. a different name? I mean, that was... It's pretty, very pretty difficult riveting. to yeah. explain, yeah. And, and it really wasn't even easy to understand watching it necessarily, but eventually, you know, so they, they're they really onto this guy. They pretty much know it's him. So they, they wire up the woman that he's emailing, mm-hmm. and they want her to just come out and ask him. But they, they, of course, they've got so much psychological data on him, just about how he dominates conversations. He, uh, he peppers people with questions and information and doesn't wait for them to answer. He just keeps talking, and he's got all these horrible personality traits. Mm. And, um, and one of them is that he, he says very hurtful things to people when they upset him in some way. So anyway, he's talking to this, this girl, and she's wired, and she's, uh, she's like, did you do it? He says, no, no, I didn't do it. And she's kind of pressing him on it a little bit. And so at the end, um, I mean, there was really, in my opinion, I didn't think it'd be that unusual for someone who allegedly is your secret keeper or whatever you call her to ask him these questions. But it was, I think, because they had prepped her, they knew how to push his buttons. Mm -hmm. And when when the conversation was over... He gets up, he puts his hand on her cheek and says, God, you used to be so beautiful. It's like, oh, what a Jesus Christ, Christ. what? And it was funny because that was when I go, oh, he did it. He did it. That's so weird. I think he did it. Weird. It was just such a weird thing to say. He reminds me of this character. Well, why don't you cry about it? Saddlebags. <laughs> what was his name? Brian. Um... Um, oh, was Brian Irvin's Irvin? Yeah, that sounds right. So they they searched his home finally. Ivan's Brian Ivan's, Ivan's yeah. and they take all this crap out. Nothing that really implicates him terribly. And then somebody says, "Hey, after we finish searching, let's spy on him and let's see what garbage he throws out. Because yeah. if we missed anything, he's going to throw out." And sure enough. He threw out a couple books that were very, very interesting and certainly would have been things he would have been interested in if he did it. Yeah. And I can't remember what well, the remember books too, were exactly. Okay, but they correct were, me if I'm wrong. Didn't he threaten people before? Like, 
poison you. And yeah. You. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, he was he was a really he seemed like a really genial guy, mm-hmm. but, but he nuts. was fucked yeah. up and he was weird and he took these left turns all the time and he really bothered people. Um, probably was, like Koberger did. But he was brilliant when it came to oh, anthrax. Yeah. yeah. No, he was. He was absolutely brilliant, but he probably murdered five people because that anthrax that was sent to Tom Brokaw and to the, uh, was it to con- something in Congress or the Senate? Dashiell? Does that sound right? Tom yeah, I think, I think it was Dashiell. I remember anyway. he sent him to the, because um, uh, all the tabloids are in one place in Florida. Oh, yeah, Clearwater. Him, yeah, all the tabloids. Or, Which, Clearwater, the tab- it's another city. The tabloids? Anyway, they, this, this, I hate how this works. And it's not because we're protecting people who are politicians. I, I, of course, I, I want all people protected. It just bothers me when they get treatment that other people deserve. Like when the envelope got to if it was Dashiell or whoever it was and you know the secretary opened it up and she didn't sniff it thank god but she was sick immediately and so they empty the whole building within two hours the entire building is empty they're testing everybody they're testing the dogs before they you know send them in there and after they send them in there just to make sure they're okay meanwhile the post office that oh, ran wow. this mail yeah. they worked there for two straight weeks after these these letters had gone through the post office and two people died. That was really sad, yeah. And then they're like, "No, everything's fine here. Go back to work." Yeah, right. It's like, well, we no, don't. It's not in the building. We don't feel fine. Some people feel pretty sick. No, 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 you're fine. Go back to work. No, there were a lot of sick people, and five people altogether died. Yeah. from this yeah. guy sending his anthrax around. He died too, though. Remember? He yeah, he committed him. suicide with with Tylenol. You know that was. It seems like a real soft way to go out. I was his know. wife's nine one one call? Bizarre. I don't, I don't remember it. Can you find it, Brandon? Yeah. It was at the end of the, the documentary, and she just doesn't sound like she cares. Well, I mean, like, would you? Yeah, my uh, my husband. He is. He's on the floor. He's clammy and he's sweaty. And almost like. Could you get this clammy, sweaty person out of my fucking house? <laughs> I'll blame her. I don't blame her one bit. I couldn't believe she was still with him. He probably, you know, constantly mansplained to her. Gas litter. Oh, I'm sure he did. Such an asshole. You know, it's really fascinating with you know all of the things that are produced and documentaries that are made about all these creepy, creepy people. I mean, content like we've never had in such in such a commodity before. And certain subjects seem to just draw gazillions of documentaries now. But go ahead, let's hear the nine one one call if you got it. Well, I can't. I haven't found it yet. Oh, I thought you were getting out of the I was, I was, I was going to the documentary to queue it up. That's why that popped up. So okay. Well, while you're doing that, let me uh, see if I can find something I wanted to do today because we're all squared away with our friends at NordVPN. NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers. And in 2022, by the way, a lot of our audience found NordVPN to be something they really liked. Because ISPs will slow down your internet towards the end of your deal to get you to upgrade. And also NordVPN allows you to switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney+, Plus, etc. in other countries, which might be kind of nice. I mean, there's this password crackdown, which I hope that isn't a real thing. Has anybody got busted? Oh, yeah. Not yet. (laughs) Still watching Netflix. All I know, I have no idea why, but my Amazon, when I go in, it says Gordon. 
I'm like, who the fuck is Gordon? That's not Mark's brother. That's Wait, not Mark's. What? There's nobody related to Mark or Brandon. I know. Oh, I don't Gordon. know anyone named Gordon. Gordon. It's pronounced Gordon. Oh, excuse me. It's Gordon. Maybe it's Brandon. Oh, maybe it is. Br- no, it's not Brandon because I go into Brandon's. Uh, he Netflix uses my Netflix, sometimes. but not my Amazon. Who's yeah. this Gordon guy? I don't know. What? I tell you something really funny about checking into stuff too. Whenever. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> Do you even no, know a Gordon? No, I don't. I don't. There's another really funny thing. <laughs> when, I, when I check into the casino to play blackjack, yeah, you know it gives you, gives you the screen like to make sure you're not a bot. You know, hit the three palm trees. Oh yeah, yeah. I get that fucking wrong like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> there's like a little bit of the palm tree is in one of the squares, and I go, well, you gotta get a palm. Ball. That's a palm tree, and that one, boom, and I hit. It's like, nope. I always get stuck in the traffic lights because I'm like, well, they're always in two squares. Exactly, and if it's not the light and it's the frame, does that count? They, precisely. That's what I get hung up on. I overthink it. And then I get rejected. I have to do it again. It's so it's like, why did they make it so fucking hard? What are bots that smart? Apparently. <laughs> um, anyway, NordVPN allows you to switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney Plus, etc., and other countries for less than you can do it here. YouTube Premium for cheaper in foreign countries than in the U.S. Unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's completely free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And um, you know what I'm going to do? We're, we haven't been on in so long. I'm going to mention our friends at PAM. Because who knows what sort of damage people may have incurred in the last couple of weeks or so or three weeks. Public adjusters of Michigan represent you, the insured, for property insurance claims. If your pipe bursts, you need to make an insurance claim for damage, call Pam first. They get you more money. They handle the entire claims process so you don't have to. You don't say the wrong thing that ruins your claim, and they bring in the pros right away. And believe me, when you're going up against the insurance pros, and it's a little hinky in their opinion, they'll do whatever they can. Uh, it's their job, and you need the same kind of experts on your side because then they'll push it back the other way, and they will keep pushing back. They do that at PAM. Some of these things take a long time to settle, but they bust their ass for you. So you get more money working with PAM, and they do all the work, so why wouldn't you have them do it? Call PAMfirst.com or click the PAM logo on our website. Did you find it? Carter County, number one, the address of the emergency? Military Road. And what's your name? Diane Ivins. All right, Diane, what's the problem? Tell me exactly what happened. My husband, I found him laying on the bathroom floor upstairs. He's unconscious. He's got a, um, he's breathing rapidly. He's clammy. I found some, um, a glass of wine earlier in the day. Um, I don't know if he was drinking and got up and fell or. She sounds grossed out, doesn't she? She sounds like she's in her, in her way. Want me to stay on the line with you? You're okay. No, I'm okay. See, she's Later. fine. All right, cool. Later. See ya! It's so All ends. It's so weird. Yeah, I forgot. You know the cool thing that about this fine. documentary was that how they used um, actors to reenact things? Yeah. which Because he's know. dead. No, I know, but just even um, they used words from him that the actor acted out. I don't know. It was kind of a cool way to do it. It's a really good doc. I thought it was really good. What's the name of it? The Anthrax Attacks. That's on Netflix. Yeah, the yeah. Sh- in the shadow of 9-11. How long has that been on Netflix? Oh, a couple while. months. Yeah. Why don't they? August. Why don't they direct me to it? Things you. I like. directed you to it. I told you about it. 
Sure. No, but they're always telling me, here's what you'd like based on what you I watch. It's you. like, I don't want to see I, that. I know the so, answer to this. It's because... You don't fucking know me. You don't know me! Because you use my Netflix, which is dominated by my wife. <laughs> and Gordon. And, and your Gordon Amazon Prime is dominated by Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, quit fucking up my Netflix choices. <laughs> I am so mad at Netflix. Ever since I watched uh, Squid Game, which is in Japanese, mm-hmm. it has just assumed that I want to watch every foreign drama ever made. <laughs> and I swear where it's like, hey, check out this new one. And I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And then I play it, don't recognize any of the actor's name in the description, and none of the voices sync up. It's, I'm like, I'm not I'm not watching it. I don't care if it's the best show ever. I'm not going to watch it. I did I did catch the, the volcano rescue from Wakari. That was pretty good. Oh, that is, that is really good. Yeah, it looked good. I mean, it happened three years ago, and we kind of brushed it off when it happened. It was like, oh, cool, there was a, a volcano yeah, explosion. Was way over there. Yeah, it was in New Zealand, and a bunch of people were there. Oh, a couple people got hurt. I didn't realize the extent of how many people got hurt. At well, the- th- thankfully, they were all on vacation, so they all filmed everything. They did. And then the cloud saved it. Oh, man, that was a brutal story, especially for the ones who didn't make it off the island because the steam was so hot that yeah. it just <laughs> melted their skin off. And so, like, the clothes were still fine. You know, they were probably wrinkle-free. And That one helicopter pilot, what a badass. Actually, all three of the helicopter pilots, they kind of, they well, briefly tell the story of them, but those dudes are freaking heroes. They went in there. They saved everybody after they told them. The government said, do not go there. They went there anyway. They, 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 they were flying back to the mainland, and they were like, we want you to drop them off here. And they were like, no, screw you guys. Yeah. We're going to go to the hospital. They dropped them off at the hospital. Some died. Some lived. And then they prosecuted the helicopter pilots for breaking the law. And within a day, so many people were pissed off that these heroes were being prosecuted that they dropped the charges. But that one's on Netflix. You can check it out. So Hulu, I don't know if you saw that text I sent about the Hulu doc called My Old School. Did you see that one at all? That Anyway, the plot of that documentary is a guy who poses a 16-year-old in 1995 to go back to school in oh, Scotland. I remember the story. And the way they did it, first off, was was pretty unique because that was supposed to be made into a feature film with Alan. A lot of people have done that, by the way. What? You know, like some yeah. 28-year-old who's scoring 20 a game on yeah. the high school basketball I, team. I was thinking of the same thing, <laughs> but, but the reason this doc works so well is everybody who went to school with him then, which are kind of, I think they're all my age because it was 95 graduate, graduating class, they are just some of the funniest fucking people. They're all Scottish with thick accents, and they're all basically like, yeah, how do we not know this guy was 32 years old? <laughs> And how do we not know that his grandma's really his mom? It's it's a really fun Nobody documentary. Nobody even thought he was a narc? Well, no, they all made fun of him. They all called him dad because My he was just old older. School? Yeah, it's really good. And Alan Cummings was supposed to play him in the movie, so instead they just had him lip sync the guy's interview because he didn't want to be on camera. Oh, Jesus. But it's the reason, you find out the reason why he went and did mom really know about it. And it was kind of, I thought it was a really good doc. Um, there were uh, a lot of the year-end lists, including... This is a great list. I mean, I feel like this is something we should just do every six months or so because it just makes me feel a little bit better. What celebrity are you most sick of? (laughs) And, of course, Harry is number two and Meghan is number one. And why do they keep feeding them to us? That's what I can't figure out. It's like he just is doing another round of interviews about how uh, I would like to be friends with my brother and my dad again. It's like, why are you doing interviews? Why don't you just call them? Yeah. No, Why don't you she, talk to them? No, Why do you have to complain? Have every fucking complaint from three years ago we have to hear about over and over and over and over. And people, all kinds of people are saying this. Harvey on TMZ is even saying this, and he is like the biggest supporter of these idiots. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, they did not accept the son's apology over uh, Jeremy Clarkson's comments. Remember that guy that made comments? Oh, yeah, right. They actually came out and said, we do not accept the son's apology. It doesn't matter if you do or not. He didn't care. He's a columnist. Oh, he's the the son was not supposed to apologize on his behalf anyway. Stupid. Um, Did you see the rest of the 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 list is really good? Oprah was number three. Oprah is still getting a beatdown for interviewing those idiots and opening this whole can of worms two years ago. Amber Heard was number four. Uh, I'd already forgotten about her, to be honest, mm-hmm. but I was really sick of her. I was sick of looking at her, which is, she's beautiful. I couldn't stand the sight of her. Uh, James Corden, that's a good five. <laughs> I'm kind of sick of James Corden. Everyone is. Uh, Ellen at number six. It's interesting that Ellen's another one. I For a while I thought, oh, Ellen's okay. And then that whole thing about how she ran her workplace. Yeah. She sounded like a real shitty star complex bitch and it just doesn't seem like the stink goes off it just feels like it's like will smith like i can't watch a will smith anything now i just don't care about him he's a lunatic (laughs) number seven hilarious baldwin that's pretty funny interesting that that she would she would get number seven slot and alec wouldn't even make the list that's the patriarchy Chrissy Teigen at eight. I know she hasn't been around for the whole year. Everyone still. Oh, she's been crying about her pregnancy. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she got some fat removed from her cheeks or something. Some new Whatever. method. And, uh, I mean, you you will bump into her if you read enough. Kanye West is only ninth. I'm really surprised he's ninth. I would think he'd be three or four. Well, he's disappeared. He has. He has. And, and you know what? Honestly, I've seen that he's been on some shows lately, and I feel like nobody cares. He has. I think. I don't think he's been seen in a while. In fact, his own manager is like, uh, I can't find him. Oh, there's a lawyer that's, that's that says him, he sir. owes him $40 million, yeah. and he can't find him. But if Kanye West were on a show today, I don't want to hear about it. No. I'd rather he didn't. I'm so sick of him. He's just, he's just trying to, in my opinion, he's trying to bring people down. Yeah. Like well, Kim. He's trying to and, ramp up for his presidential run, too. So. And Kim Kardashian is number 10. And I, I just, I could not be more tired of this person because I cannot believe how often she is sending temperatures soaring, okay. wearing something yeah. close to nude at some event. But didn't you see what you wore to Kathy Hilton's Christmas party? I didn't. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't care either. And her new bra. That was a thing. <laughs> and all her new bullshit and all her shit. All she's doing is selling. If you go on her Instagram, all, all she's I'm doing mad. is telling you to buy her shit. Which she, is like, why are all these people following her? Why do people want to be marketed from her constantly? She is an ad. She's a walking billboard. She's just an advertisement. But how don't people get tired of that? I guess they are. They, do. She's they are, yeah. Um, the other thing was, it's become more than apparent to me that this whole Kanye West, he loves Hitler, he's an anti-Semite, he hates Jewish people. This is not anything new. People have known this for a long time. And people have just decided to give him a pass, or they're not going to be the one to break the news. They I just, love Hitler. They figured they'd let him break the news. So, in my opinion, there's no fucking way she isn't aware of this. There is no way. In my opinion, she just said, "Oh, Kanye West, huge name, biggest rapper in the world, I want it. Yeah, probably. It's good for her business. Because we know she didn't give a shit about the last husband, the basketball player, Chris Humphrey. She yeah. didn't give a shit about him. He's just Not a good for famous the basketball player at the time. So, Have you seen the rest of the list? Yeah. I just want to mention, too, did you happen to see the, the Kardashians 
they have an annual Christmas party. Okay. And there are all these pictures from it. And honestly, there were nothing but pictures of their super hot friends and their super hot family. Yeah. There wasn't a guy in any of the pictures. Of and they're not. all voguing for the cameras. They're all wearing these incredibly sexy, you know, boobs hanging out. And I'm like, what kind of a party is that? Where everybody just shows up and tries to look hot all night? Yeah. I, mean, wow. I even see drinks in their hands. They're I, just so busy trying to look hot. Don't you have a feeling and they have they like hire a professional photographer who's there for like 15 minutes and then no phones or cameras allowed. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think the photographer's probably there the whole night. Because they probably do nothing but stand in line for their next picture. Yeah, you're probably right. Then Madonna was number 11, and, and that's interesting, too, because in going through, and, you know, I, I just love numbers, and once I found the, the streaming, most streaming albums <laughs> list, and it's updated every 24 hours, so you can look at it, you know, every week or every month or every year or whatever you want to do. I started going through there and noticing, um, you know, naturally the artists that I'm interested in, the Elton Johns and the Beatles and the Stones and Bob Dylan and, you know, um, all of them and the Foo Fighters and Nirvana and Pearl Jam and, you know, naturally the very, very current people, of course, occupy like the top hundred slots. But then your Fleetwood Macs and Beatles and Pearl Jams and Nirvana start popping up in there. And you can see not only how many total streams they have, which to me is fascinating because it's like their album is being reevaluated all over again. Yeah. I mean, it killed the world when it came out, um, never mind, mm -hmm. in 91. But it's still killing the world. It's still doing huge business. People love listening to it. It's a hit all over again. So, I mean, I'm fascinated by that. And what I noticed in the top 2,000 albums was that Madonna wasn't in there. Really? Yeah. And there are plenty of artists from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Plenty of them in there. Some of them are in there, like Fleetwood Mac. It's well, like, holy shit, Elton John. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm just trying to think when Madonna was hot, who were the big acts. I mean, is Michael Jackson still? Oh, yes. Yeah. Michael Jackson well, does go. extremely well. Michael Jackson has absolutely music that lasts. Yeah. Her music seems to be disposed of. Van Halen around that time? That Van Halen has huge. one album in there, Okay. which surprised me. They might have another one. Was it 1984? It was 84. Oh, there you go. It was. It sure was. And then um, I looked at Madonna. I went to her page on Spotify. She's got one song with like 310 million streams, which is a lot. But, is. but usually if you're one of the biggest artists of your decade, and that decade is the 80s, mm -hmm. like Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's got probably three songs with 700 million streams. Material Girl is her number one. It's what, 310 million? Yeah, yeah 307. I'm surprised by that. That it's that song. I mean, she's got four others that have, a, you know, 200 and something. Yeah. But that's just like, wait, she doesn't have a giant streaming hit? That's surprising. Well, thankfully, she still has that smoking hot bod to uh, get it to <laughs> Number 12 on the most annoying celebrity list was Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Trends. Th 13, Will Smith. <laughs> 14, Zuckerberg. 15, Chris Jenner. Is every Kardashian on this list? I'm I damn sure so. almost everyone is. I, Trevor Noah at 16. Every enemy of this, every person we're sick of is well, on that, this list. It's that, unbelievable. That's what I was going to ask you. I, I was going to ask you before you got any further, like, how far do you think you're going to make it? Do you want to hear more from someone? And that someone's coming up in my book. Khloe Kardashian is 17. Not that one. James Charles at 18. What? Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Wait, what? James James Charles? Who's sick of James Charles? That's what I was going to say. No one is. I love we want James more. Charles. We want more of James Charles. Can't believe I'm bald. 
<laughs> Travis Scott is 19. He's connected yeah, to the Guardians. Desperate. <laughs> Bill Cosby, Go 21. Go away, Cosby. Although he's got a big tour yep, coming up, baby. He is coming back. That is not going to happen. What? It's not going to happen. What? He said it was going to happen gonna, on a no. really small radio station interview. It's going to be such a joke. What station was he at fucking on? I get, I looked it up because it is a... Let me find it again. It's a really small radio station. Courtney Kardashian, 21. I mean, how can all these people be so sick of these people and they still carry on with their crap? Um, Machine Gun Kelly was 22, which impressed me. I was like, oh, okay. I'm kind of glad to hear that because he's so young. You know, you'd figure he wouldn't land in a list like this. Megan Fox is 35. She Did you see her on Instagram, by the way, advertising no. that she needs a girlfriend? She's wearing this incredibly sexy, low-cut thing. Boobs just what? just piling out. And she's like, I'm looking for a girlfriend. I'm assuming it's for a thruple with oh, hot Kelly, which, you know, it's great when you got three young kids to know that you're looking for a girlfriend <laughs> oh, here, on the side. Whoa, geez, her tubes currently seeking a girlfriend. Please submit applications. Oh, shut up. DMs. So are girls DMing? My boyfriend gave me permission to break up with him and apply. I'm married, but it's not that serious. Wow, she's got a great rack. Yep. God, her face looks... What has she done to her face? Seriously, doesn't that look like a surgeon spent a few months on it? I don't know. She still seems to look kind of similar to what I remember her. I mean... It, her lips look like it's that? It's definitely no Ferris Abraham like that. transformation. It looks a bit transformed to me, but... All right, uh, so yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, 22, Mich Megan Fox at 35, Jake Paul, 23, Chris Brown, 24, and Kendall Jenner, 25, <laughs> and that's where I stopped. That's who's annoying people. And then there was, oh, uh, I thought there'd be crossover on these two lists. The 100 most powerful women in the world. <laughs> By the way, I just want, <laughs> I, I finally found it. The Bill Cosby gave that interview about his big tour on WWGH, which is a radio station out of Marion, Ohio. That's the best station you could find to announce it. Well, he did, you know, he did a yes. uh, he did a radio interview here in Detroit. Remember with yeah, somebody, with Darcy. Darcy, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, the one hundred most powerful women in the world. Okay, number one, Ursula von der Leyen. Who? She, she must be an OnlyFans chick. I guess from Germany or somewhere. <laughs> Get out of here, lady. And then number two is Christine Lagarde from France. Obviously, from France ever. must be some influencer OnlyFans model. <laughs> I'm assuming. Um, then number three, the most powerful woman in the entire United States is, and the number three most powerful woman Oprah. in the world, Kamala Do not Harris. Kamala oh, Harris. Do not come. Kamala Harris. Oh, power to it is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. What power does she yield? I tell you, if I'm a woman who really produces something, and I see Kamala Harris at number three, I would find that very annoying. Like Mary Barra of GM yeah, is number four. You and she busted her ass, worked her way up to the yeah. top of a giant company like GM, worked in the plant, yeah. worked at every level, and she's... Well, not that Mary Bear cares about shit like this. Then Abigail Johnson is fifth. Is she an OnlyFans girl, I assume? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Number six, Melinda French Gates. Oh, God. Right. So she married some really, really, really rich guy, drove him nuts, divorced him, took half drove the money, him. and now she's drove. the sixth most powerful woman in the world? Drove him nuts. <laughs> I have a four-step plan. Number one. <laughs> Marry a really, really, really rich guy. Number drive seven. him fucking nuts. Divorce him. Take half. <laughs> Then act like I earned it. 
<laughs> and then get interviewed on Name GMA six after me. times a month. Worked perfectly. <laughs> Marry some really, really rich guy. Name everything after both of us with my name first. Drive him nuts. Divorce him. Take half. Then act like I earned it. My name's on everything. Look, it's on that building, this building. George. Every time we were interviewed, I was asked most of the questions. Georgia Maloney from Italy, who's what? Another a prime minister, fans. but she must be on OnlyFans too, because there's no way the prime minister would be seven. Wait, they have a have female a prime minister. She's got to have a huge OnlyFans account. Is anybody else shocked that Italy has a female prime minister? Yes, very much. I had no idea. Uh, Karen Lynch, who writes fantasy novels, that must be porn. <laughs> fantasy novels, porn, same thing, right? Penthouse Forum. <laughs> Danielle Steele, is that what you said? Karen Lynch. Karen Lynch is the CEO of CVS. What? She must have a huge OnlyFans account, too, if she's number seven. She's running CVS right. to put all her, all her erotica and <laughs> sell her erotica. And to advertise her OnlyFans in all the stores. Exactly, clearly. Uh, Julie Sweets, number nine. Nobody's ever heard of her. Um, Jane Frazier, number nine. Citigroup OnlyFans account or something, or CEO. Uh, Mackenzie Scott, Bezos' ex. Got dumped, took half. Took Number Melinda, 11. Melinda Gates' four-point plan. <laughs> why is she so far behind Melinda French Gates? That's why a great question. Why is she question. get a middle name? so far behind? Yeah, I what can see why f- McKenzie's high on there, because right now she's giving away unprecedented amounts ah, of money. Why. That probably hurts her power because she has less money then. Melinda Gates just keeps it all. <laughs> After she gave bills away, then she's, they split it, and it's like, now this is all mine. <laughs> She's like this too with her arms up. <laughs> Every picture of her is just her gathering chips. So <laughs> this is on the West makes me laugh. Oprah is number twenty-four. Really? So if she married Bill Gates right now, she would move up. <laughs> She'd move way up on the list. Uh Nancy Pelosi, lovely lady at twenty-five. Sherry Redstone, because she had to fuck oh, Sumner gross. Redstone yeah. until he died. She, des- she deserves it though. Yeah, I guess That's, if you had to fuck Sumner to Redstone. Taylor Swift at 79? I mean, you think of somebody who's more accomplished and powerful. Who do you think is more, who would you think is more skilled, accomplished, talented? Taylor Swift or Kamala Harris? Oh, Taylor Swift by a mile. I'm surprised she's that low. I am too. Beyonce is 80. Yeah. Dolly Parton at 95. The rest of them were OnlyFans, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Almost positive. Ava Louise is on that list. Who's is she OnlyFans? Isn't she? And we talked to her. Rihanna oh. was seventy three. Oh, I missed Rihanna. Yeah. Well, Rihanna is very powerful. Rihanna's a billionaire, right? She's what, got a huge business. What, what that list tells me is, yeah, even though you think all these uh, entertainers are super rich, it's all about finance, being in the world of finance, because all those people are way higher. Yeah, I, I don't. But do they, are they billionaires? Oh, is the CEO of Citigroup a billionaire? The CEO of Citigroup? She's number eight I, I would, or something. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, a I wouldn't billionaire? be surprised. Yeah. Um, we'll look it up. See what see see if you can find out what they pay the CEO of Citibank. Because that's, you know, I could see Forbes seeing the CEO of Citibank as being more powerful than Rihanna. Yeah, but I guess if Rihanna has more money, I think that's bullshit. Rihanna has done this all on her own. Jane Frazier's net worth. 70 million. 70 million. And they're going to say she's more powerful than Rihanna? She runs Citigroup. So what? Yeah. If she's so powerful, why does she make more money? She's a, po- <laughs> she's a piper, a pauper, compared to Rihanna. A piker. She's also not American. 
Um, so there, anyway, there's some more lists too, but uh, you know what I want to do before nobody's around at the end of the podcast, although people do seem to listen to a lot of the show, is I was, I was kind of pumped and I had a, had a great dilemma when I saw that the High Low with Emrata podcast was having, oh God, what's her name? Courtney, no, Bella, Bella, Thorne. Bella Thorne on. I thought, oh my God, that is going to be the most horrific listen. I mean, the most cringy, horrible listen. And the first thing I thought I should do is call Carl and go, <laughs> Carl, there's got to be a gold mine here. But then I thought, no, I, I think I want this content for myself first. <laughs> and so I timestamped just a couple things. Um, let me see where are my notes here. Okay. Hila with Emrata, Emily Ratajkowski. Which is so annoying. No. And listen to how these two people, especially Bella Thorne, just knows everything. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine being 25 years old and having the confidence oh. to declare that I know so much about so many things when they're both talking out of their ass completely. But they have so much but, confidence. And I admire that. But she was on TV. Um, what we probably won't get to because it was later on is the incessant complaining about how they were forced to be sex symbols. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. And, and how, what you know, forces that and look at them as sex objects and they want to be taken seriously. And, and I'm stop like, stop posting pictures, pictures of you nude or being on OnlyFans nude. No, Emrata, she couldn't even stand it right after she gave birth. She had to show us pictures of her feeding the kid out of her boob, which yeah. is gross. Nobody does that. Tits aren't for kids. God, stop that. Anyway, listen to the answer to this question. A minute and 35 in. Can you get to a 135, Brandon? Oh, I'm right here, but of course my speed's too fast. Emrata, uh, the time's going to be off because of ads, but go ahead. Emrata asks Bella Thorne, do you remember the first time we met? Unlike Rob Lowe, who said, do you remember when you met me? <laughs> she asked, do you remember the first time we met? And this is a very simple answer. Yeah, we met at that event, uh, some modeling shoot or whatever. But no, listen to where this goes. It'll blow your mind. Where was this at? One what? 135. 135. Let's start with the first time I remember meeting you. Do you remember the first time we met? Okay. Yeah. It was a long ass time ago. It was on the um, a set of a nylon magazine shoot in downtown LA. It was probably like 11 years ago. You were with your mom and um, we, your stylist at the time was a mutual friend of mine. And I remember <laughs> meeting you relatable. and it was like before I had done Blurred Lines, but I think you were, obviously you were popping, you were on show. And I have known you and feel felt connected to you for over a decade, which is wow, pretty crazy. Cool. Oh my God. That's Bella. Yeah. I wanted to like go to back Amrata. to see what I looked like in 2013, just to like see. You were a baby girl Listen for sure. You were a baby girl, but how old would you have been then? I'm 25 now. Okay, so you were you were a baby girl. You were 15. Holy shit, 15? Yeah. Oh definitely. man, that was my wolfy stage. Okay, what's the wolfy stage? You know where everything kind of grows out of order. Get ready for the beautiful like part your of being 15. For Listen like up. Two years, and then like everything else. I was also when I got incredibly skinny. I have a lot of anxiety, and during my like 14 oh. to 17 years, all those years, my anxiety was like. Just incredibly terrible, and I you can just see it if you like look up photos of me from that time. I can I'm see your anxiety, so skinny, you, like I, you do. I, 
actually look like a bobblehead. No. Like, put me on your, you know, dashboard. I'm the same way when I'm anxious and stressed. Right? I and lose you, get, you lose so much weight. And I can't physically eat when I'm really anxious. <laughs> and when I'm on set all the time, and you know, too, like, when you have a lot of things coming up, like, for me, if I start chewing food, I'll, like, actually throw up in my mouth. I cannot physically <laughs> put it down. So I, I have we to just know do where juices you and chicken broth and bone broth and like different broths to like Plain toast is my I, trick I, I, oh really toast. i wish i could get down some oh, places and during that stage in my life i think uh i was just like at my like darkest places and i think for a lot of women too we all experienced that definitely throughout all those teenage years of just like Being trying that- to figure out who you are and then all of a sudden you're coming into your body and people start looking at you as like are sex all women not, really like, this you know, upset when they're 15 and you're on a national hbo show really <laughs> stressful as well i mean for you especially like when did you Pause start it for acting a and when- honestly if she wasn't uh in that industry that she chose to be in even when she was 15 she was on that was bella thorne talking correct yes yeah she was, she was a child actress yeah. her mom forced her and her brothers into the business oh, so really she had early. no choice at 15 no she had no it. choice she couldn't do a bad audition to get out of it no no of course not no none of this is her fault I'm just it's saying, all been foisted on her. That might reduce your anxiety if you didn't do the industry you were in. A just couple things that are funny that you'll notice coming up. Just go to 635, Brandon, which is when <laughs> Emrata makes that way. Emrata makes the mistake. I mean, we've covered a lot of anxious ground by this point in the show. But she asks her when she starts having anxiety, which is like, oh, oh my God, are you do you really want to know the answer to that question? <laughs> but but notice that I think you'll hear it in this part that Emrata doesn't really know a whole lot about Bella Thorne. Like, she doesn't, oh, know, really? she doesn't know where she grew up. It's like these people just get together, have a conversation, and they get paid a lot of money for it. There's wow. really no effort put into it. There's and no way to find out where she grew up or anything about no, it. No, no. <laughs> Such a private person. And then she finds out that Bella Thorne's father died when she was seven or something, and she apologized. Oh, I'm sorry. And then it comes up. We're not going to get that far into it. But later on in the podcast, she mentions her father dying again, and she again mentions that she's sorry for that. That she's so sorry that she had to go through, and, she, and multiple times about how horrible it must have been to, which no one's parents ever die early, so I guess this was yeah, and very important unique. to learn about. But anyway, let's see what when she started having anxiety. See if she has anything to add about that. I like. I'm really proud of my non-phone addiction. I feel like it's taken me getting, a minute. It's getting get there in there. a second. When non-phone did you start having addiction. anxiety? You said like she 14, lost her phone. but I think it started probably when I was much younger than that. But I only. I think realized it when I was like 14, 15, mm-hmm. when that actually started becoming a conversation in the world. Really? Pause for one second. Anxiety, I remember. So when she was 14 is when the world started noticing there was anxiety. There were, Nobody ever noticed anxiety before. It became a conversation in the world when she was around 14. Yeah, pretty now, much. Seems to me, I remember people having anxiety when I was a kid. No, it wasn't until like 2010, dude. Really? Or 2014. Nobody had anxiety because they act that way about everything that they're going through as if it was never acknowledged before in the world until they got it. But continue. That's bullshit. I mean, I'm part of Prozac Nation, right? That was such a big thing in the early 90s. I was was walking out of the Galleria. I'd just seen a movie. Diarrhea. And I'm walking and I just like just face plant because I had this anxiety cramp. I have some stomach issues 14. in general, and when I get anxiety, I get this cramp in my Pause chest, it. like right listen underneath my rib cage, where I can't breathe, and I like Fake. I just I, I really just can't breathe at all, and listen it's this. it feels like I can't move because it's it's 
It is so tight. It feels like someone's actually like stabbing through my lungs. It's a terrible feeling. And oh, it's a stabbing in just, her like, lungs feeling. The floor and I stay there for like a good solid 10 minutes. No, you don't. My friends were just like, Wait. what are you doing on the concrete of the Galleria? What is happening? Yeah, you're right 14. Now? And what are you that doing? I never for 10 minutes. What that was and older and older. And um, I got like. Um, uh, an upper ostomy colonoscopy when I turned 18 <laughs> because of how bad my situation was. was. And they were like, from oh, the yeah, stabbings? It's just anxiety. Like, the take some Xanax, take some of this. And I don't believe in taking pills, so that was like another oh, yeah, thing. Right. Oh, really? Oh, only for recreation. <laughs> oh, listen to the first commercial. The commercial's I great, too. By the way, how could they cut her off in the middle of describing her anxiety? That's a good tease. It is. We get to write a Murata's on it's the other side. It's that time of year again. New Year's around the corner. People are oh, thinking voice. about the resolutions, what they want for 2023, and health is always a big part of that. If you have a hard time prioritizing your health and fitness, or if you struggle creating <laughs> oh, a routine so you can actually stick to, you should use WeGlow. Oh. WeGlow offers a huge variety of workouts oh. led by world-class trainers, I yoga, strength, hit. Self-defense, cardio, <laughs> final works for you. And whether you like to work Thanks out in the gym fit. or at home. I got to tell you, her enthusiasm is really selling this product. Consistent routine and long-lasting results has never been easier. Whether you are a busy mom. Like Side effects include vocal fry. Lost and have a hard Going time. back to Bella Thorne on 10 minutes on the ground with, with her 14-year-old 14, friend. yeah. After know, five, her friend should have called 911. Well, not only that, but I Knives think, coming into her lungs. I think they just would have left. They would have walked away. You're talking about 14. I called 911. I also think she stole that story from this. I'm having anxiety flashes and, 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 and sharp shit pains in my stomach. <laughs> she stole it from the righteous gemstones, what happened to her. What a joke. All right, continue. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. <laughs> Where do you want me to continue? What part? Go about, there's the end of this commercial and there's one more commercial and then they come back and Emrata starts I mean, talking about her anxiety. What millennial would you rather listen to? This one? I am a cisgender millennial <laughs> who's been diagnosed with generalized I mean, anxiety disorder. That person sounds like a blast at parties. Or how about this one? Can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> I mean, come on. That who would you rather? By far. James Charles. It's, it's not even really close. When you're a child and you don't have the language to describe. Oh, back at about 15 seconds. Okay, she's about to tell us that she noticed anxiety when she was so young that she didn't have the words to explain it to her parents. So apparently in her, what, two-year, 18-month-old body, she was getting anxiety that she remembers. Wow. That's what it sounds like. Or okay. it's some, maybe a little older. But listen to this. It's amazing. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Yeah. I had anxiety as a child and I didn't know how to describe it. So I called it the woozies to my mom. It was like feeling like car sick basically. And I was like, oh, I get so woozy and get sad. And it was, and anyways, the essay in my book is called the woozies, but it's really hard when you're a child and you don't have the language to describe. And how your parents can actually help you with that. Yes. Yeah, but you can't make so words you yet. were working so young, which adds like a whole other element to your life. I mean, I money being a kid is hard in general, but I feel like people for you guys now have an understanding of how difficult child being a child star is. And <laughs> working, like, what's your relationship to that time in your life? Or did you grow up in LA? I grew up in Miami, Florida. Okay, okay. But then I moved to LA when I was eight. So when you started um, modeling like Pottery Barn, that was in Miami. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, and you might want to look that up beforehand. Your parents are from Florida, or 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my father is first generation uh, Cuban American. Yes, I I actually didn't know that, but I think it's really cool that you've kind of talked about that in yeah, your check the Wikipedia identity more. Yeah, I think when my father oh my was God. alive, growing up to uh, my Latin heritage was so big in my family. Like my first language is Spanish. Is her voice the most unattractive voice you've ever heard. It is. It's really bad. Like my roots kind of died. I know with she's beautiful, him. but can you imagine and, uh, being her boyfriend? No, no listening no, to this, not one bit. Just really trying to bring my roots back. I'm, I wouldn't want to have to deal with her woozies. Bring him back alive. That's another in that voice. way, um, get further into my heritage to oh, understand my <laughs> community more. And and I think the older I get, the more I realize how important that important. that is. To me. I think, especially too, like when you're younger and you're mad and you're like a little bit angry at the world too. You're kind of like fuck it. And wait, I think that's as such you a good older, point. You realize just how much you really do need your family just how much you really do care about morals just how much you really do when you get older and you want to start building a life and having kids and doing these things how much your roots mm -hmm. and where you come from your actually, identity yeah it does it does play a big role in who you are yeah that makes so much sense i'm really sorry about losing your dad that must have been awful you were seven right eight, eight. yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah Pause thank you is it amazing how in touch this person is with herself. Ugh. I mean, look but at pictures of me touch when I'm with everybody else. 14 or 15, question. and you can see how skinny I am. And, you know, this relationship to that time period in her life. And she, she grew up thinking uh, she, she just wanted to fuck my mom and I hate her and everything sucks. And then as this I got older, I realized. This is real shit and you guys know it. I realized that, they, oh yeah, well they had to do a lot of stuff for me and it really wasn't that bad. And Oh my God. I, and Emrata talking about her Ew. book too, as this goes on, I'm like, I didn't I, know. The I, confidence of these people is incredible. Yeah, books, well, documentaries, podcasts, everything. I see. I thought that was Bella talking about her book, so I looked it up and I was reading reviews. Um, did you know she's written like six books? Emrata? No, Bella Thorne. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Are they about? They're about her, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, she, it's all about her. Everything is about her. She knows every little thing going on in her body. She feels. I mean, if her if her liver uh, enzymes are up, she'll she'll know, and she'll tell you. Uh, Play a little bit more. I think there's a little more to this. Yeah, and I, I think that death is such an interesting thing. I describe it in my book as <laughs> well. Is. Just like this crane that has these big that's Bella talking about her book like now rocks yeah. on you and it's just like crushing you and suffocating you and every year this crane just slowly lifts up one and another and another and they they say like oh well death gets easier with time you know it gets better and you're like well it doesn't ever really get better but it makes me feel less like i'm dying every day <laughs> like right. that it's suffocating me and I think for every person, anybody that loses any type of close relative or friend, especially when you're young too, it's like really affects your health and who you are. Oh, you think? You as the person you are. Yeah. Oh this is really God. groundbreaking no, stuff. Don't have the language. Boom, grief is such a specific. Well, now we don't have the language to grieve. I have my closest friends lost her, both of her parents suddenly within two years as an adult, and she talks a lot about grief, and I've learned a lot about Sad. her experience with it and thinking about 
being a child and and not having the ability to process the very complicated emotions. I what you just put you into up and show your breath really makes sense. What to are thirty year olds that are so hot doing talking about this shit? Isn't it weird? I can come out of it's that. Not relatable. So when did you move to LA with your mom and your and she your was siblings eight. too? Right when I was you. like eight and a half, nine. Good God, that year. Listen, that. do you read anything? That my dad died. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Hey! So, so many transitions in one year. That's the third time! Mark that drop. That's such an insincere apology. Now, if you were to tell a parent, or like a parent was to tell another very parent, very Trump oh yeah, I'm going to move my kids and have this big life change and have this big life change and this big life change on one year, everybody would be like, well, you're crazy. That's not a good idea. Right. But we just, our parents also didn't have that language of what was too much, what wasn't enough, you know? Yes. Yeah, no, it's no one, so can no one can explain anything in her life ever no, no one Drew, has the words you didn't don't act like you had the language when you were growing up because you didn't all right oh i'm about sorry her. about that he's <laughs> <laughs> talking about her i love that apology that's so fucking funny what is he apologizing for uh i think pocahontas, pocahontas right yeah yeah <laughs> is it offensive you tell me oh oh really oh i'm sorry about that <laughs> so insincere. who pocahontas pocahontas well no she's look look she is she is it offensive you tell me oh all oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. So just... <laughs> Moving on from Emrata. And Carl... I-, I wanted to point out there was a story about this. Um, it might not have been this one. It might have been a more recent episode because, you know, Pete Davidson's already moved on from her. Yes. And the new part coming out of her podcast that she dropped today is that men can't handle strong women. They think they want an independent woman, but once they're with this independent woman, they slowly get emasculated. They don't know what to do with those feelings. They start to resent you, and then they start to tear you down, and then you're just back to square one. Wow, how does she know everything? Isn't it amazing? They know everything about the human brain and what it thinks and what men think and what women think and how to process things and how everything works. Or maybe the guy she was with just couldn't stand her. Oh, I think she'd be. She's very vapid and well, pointless. And I think I, I think I mentioned this on the show that one day, you know, when we started doing the podcast, and I really started, you know, going online and looking at a lot of different sources, and they tend to be eh, pretty vapid sources. A lot of them. I mean, I like to read you know, general, real journalism, but I also like my Daily Mail sure. and yeah, I like my fun. New York Post, and and I was stunned at how often. I ran into a picture of uh, Emrata. Mm-hmm. I guess I should call her Emrata now. And by the way, there's a new... Oh, let me find the new Emrata headline, by the way. It was always a story like, you know, she's she's somewhere and she's half-nude sending temperatures, soaring or sending... Yeah, well, sending. She, had, she had a new one today. It was a, her in a thong that okay. the New York Post put out. Oh, and what's the what's the headline? Oh, I got to I gotta find it again. I kind of went right by it. Because there was a headline. Um, oh, there's one. Oh, wait, Emily Ratajkowski, go back one. Uh, wore, wore three bikinis, including one with a neon thong. There you go. There over you New go. Year's. <laughs> and then um, this one, like three days ago, Emily Ratajkowski shares her incredible apple bottom in a thong bikini as she enjoys a sunny day at the beach. And she's making this come-hither face yeah. with that that ass. Look how close that ass is to the camera. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. I gotta say, I think her face is stupid. <laughs> I think she has a stupid face when you look at it. I would. I could not well, Of course. I mean, that's not the question, Brandon. The question is, is her face stupid? I just can't imagine someone Is her face stupid? Hot. Hang on, let me just ask my boner. Oh, yeah, he's fine with it. <laughs> 
I could not bear to have someone like that constantly telling me how everything works and why every why everything. You don't like strong, independent women. <laughs> no, I don't. I have to tear them down till they're left with nothing. I think it's more like no, they don't like one strong, independent woman. Yeah, I'm sure Bella Thorne says the same thing, but honestly, I couldn't. I'm already breaking up with both of them. I couldn't. And Melinda French stand Gates. Three? Five, no, her too. I couldn't spend five minutes with any of them. I couldn't spend five minutes with all three combined. I mean, a minute and uh, a minute and twenty with each one would be too much for me. What if you walked? I take it. What if you just walked in a room and they were all nude, getting it on those three? Well, that would be pretty hot. No, there. I think you could spend a minute and a half with them then. Emily Ratajkowski, she's beautiful, but why does she need to constantly be putting out these pictures of her showing how hot she is? It's just it's, it's her just job. Idiocy of the day, I guess. That's her job. Her commodity is her body then don't complain that people see you as in a certain I, way that's what drives people nuts yeah and then her book reviews are annoyingly high too by the way <sighs> spotify throws a pile of money at her to do hilo with amrata and it's just it's almost demoralizing i mean honestly our show <laughs> pays everybody and it does fine but it's just you know i like i opened the uh I think it's a podcast journal or whatever it's called every day. And today there's a story about Donald Trump Jr. gets seven-figure podcast deal from Rumble. Really? Well, I mean, honestly. Uh, he this is what Donald Trump uh, yeah. Jr. is working his whole life towards is to no. put out a quality podcast and, and get paid a lot of money for it. No, but it moves the needle, I guess, and it's easy money. I guess people will listen to it. I guess. Yeah. Will they really? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't they if they follow? Well, we'll, we'll soon. We'll soon find out. I'll have listeners. I'll have hate listeners. Uh, but, what happens is though the media cooperates with all these people, like archetypes. Mm-hmm. That stupid show is constantly every episode comes out and it's a story unto itself all over the place about yeah. Serena Williams is on archetypes with like it's they don't do that for TV shows. Mm-hmm. They really don't. That reminds me, the the other um, documentary I saw that I, I texted you about the other day, HBO has it, the, This Place Rules is the name of it, and it's a guy, Andrew Callahan, and you might remember, remember the guy that interviewed Chet Hanks? Yeah, I saw that. I saw it. Curly um, hair. Did I you saw watch the, it? I saw the documentary, yeah. I, it, I found it hard to watch. Oh, really? I thought it was hilarious watching these idiots on the left and the idiots on the right, on the far left and the far right. Not I'm just so sick of People that the- go to rallies and people that go to protests. I'm so worn out on these people. I'm so worn out on these politicians. I mean, there's certain but, parts of it that are funny, and there's a lot of really strong language that these idiots use. Oh, the that, celebration after Trump lost the election. That that was easily the funniest part when he was talking to the people on the street then. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, they think their life has changed. What I was going to say, though, is the takeaway from that whole documentary is, wow, everyone has a grift, right? Yeah. And everybody on there from that that rapper, like, remember that guy that did the video with Roger Stone, that rapper? Oh, God. I mean, he realized, like, oh, if I rap about Trump, I'm going to make it a lot of follows, and that worked. And then the guy that's in charge of the Proud Boys turns out that he's really a T-shirt business, and he sells tons of T-shirts to, that are both pro-Biden and anti-Biden. It's just, it's all a grift. I'm going to take money from people. Well, and, and the politics itself is a big grift. I mean, look at how much money pours sure. into the coffers of Trump or Biden or whoever. It's unbelievable. That Georgia race, yeah. the money that went into that thing for Herschel Walker. Uh, the whole system is broken, man. Yeah, I just find the best thing for me is to not 
pay attention to it. If I ever find myself in anything resembling an argument about it, I just want to dismiss myself because I feel like so you don't deserve, those people don't deserve my time or energy. It doesn't mean that much to you either. Not really. It doesn't change my life. I mean, we survived every president, every Congress, everything. We've survived. My life really doesn't, hasn't changed at all since 2012, 28, 24, 2000, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I I forgot to mention when I saw the Emily Ratajkowski headline, because I've ever done a few of these. There's another one. (laughs) This one was getting a lot of response online. I swear to God. And there were pictures. Amy Schumer flaunts killer curves in no, St. Bart's. No Did you guys see that? Those no, pictures? I don't they were all over the place. I don't want to see them. She's really big. I mean, yeah. those are big curves. <laughs> and I was like, why are they saying this? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I mean, it's like a step oh. away from Lizzo. Oh. oh, and Lizzo had another lovely outfit on, too, that was getting so much attention. Are the editors trolling us with this stuff? Is it a joke? Um, I don't think so. I think they just um, will put that that out there so people will click on it. I think it's click. So they like the really super duper overweight girl in the thong. No, I think I think they don't want to get shit by going. Oh my god, look at this ridiculous picture of Amy Schumer. No, but I mean, I think it's more. I think of, they get. Oh. Did, aren't they getting clicks because that really, really overweight girl is in a thong? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But and they can't present are, it. Are laughing at it, and making fun of it, and they're not really going. Oh God, I'm so. She's so body positive. I mean, some there's a, a few, a very small group of people that say that, but for the most part, aren't people going? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but the the she the, ate like a pig. The website can't say. Oh my God, look at this. Look at this disaster. No, but they. But they. But what I mean is, behind the scenes, they're trolling us. They go, oh, there's oh, a lot of clicks. So. Look at that. Jesus yeah, Christ. They know it gets clicks, yeah. She looks like she's gained weight. Because I'm convinced that Lizzo has been told by so many people that she looks so beautiful that she keeps doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't know how she could objectively think that she looks good in that in yeah, some of those outfits. If she's happy, I'm happy, whatever. I don't find her attractive. I like her. Not, yeah. Honestly, but I feel bad for her. Because I know that so many people are making fun well, of her. I think she leans into that. Well, get that. ready. That's why I think she does it. She just brought out her new bra line, so you're going to see a lot of the pictures of her modeling her own bras. Yeah, I, I don't know how you lean into that. I don't know. I mean, when there's these giant rolls of fat, I, yeah. I'm not judging her. I mean, well. she's really good at what she does. She's a good singer. She really is. Um, all right. Um, well, let's see. We were talking about, uh, well, a lot of different things, but but mostly documentaries and lists and stuff. And there was one other thing that actually was in Brandon's prep today. And I had a bunch of lists that were, I, I found to be, I don't know, pretty amusing. One of them being the best uh, rhythm guitarist. That one was cool. There was also the top 200 singers of all time, and that one had a lot of... That's going to take some time. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, I'm convinced that, uh, and I meant to go through and count the people on the list, because I was, as I was going through, I was thinking, God, there's sure a lot of women on this list. Not that I have anything that's women, but I just was finding that a lot of them were people that I don't think people even know of. And if you look them up, you find that they really don't get that many streams and a lot of them didn't sell that many records and how is it that so many 
females in this kind of category show up on the list, but not many guys. You won't find a lot of guys in there who don't sell records or don't have streams. Mm. Uh, and you'll see people like Nina Simone will be really, really high on the list. Yeah. Or Patti Smith, who yeah. I've never understood why she always comes up so high on the list because she doesn't sell a lot of records and she doesn't get a lot of streams either. But for some reason, the critical world just loves them. Anyway, um, but there's there's a lot going on with that list. One of the things that, on that list, though, I honestly feel like they're, they're, it's a very sloppy list. I don't think they really spend a lot of effort to come up with the best 200 voices or Probably singers not. in music. Probably not. I think no. it's more they want to have the right people on the list or the right combination of people on the list, and it's not really about who the best uh, singers are. Hmm. Because they make so many glaring mistakes, it just makes me feel, I just don't believe they're serious. Celine Dion was snubbed. Which is ridiculous. Hey, on the TV, that's my. That's kind of goes along with the Lizzo thing. Have you seen this ad? It's been running a ton during football for Gatorade. Oh! Have you seen this ad before? What was it? Oh. Uh, I have seen it. I don't think I've paid I much up, attention okay. to it. Well, let me, let me just explain the ad. woman was doing yoga. So the ad is, is for Gatorade, which, you know, Gatorade wants everybody to drink it. I don't care if you're working out, but they got to pretend it's for workouts. So there's, mm -hmm. Gatorade. There's this dude who's um, like on a Peloton busting his ass sweating. It's like, okay, that guy needs Gatorade. And then there's a really ripped chick, you know, no boobs, just totally, just all abs, just sprinting. Yeah, she needs Gatorade. And then they show a very overweight woman who's stretching. And I'm like, one of these things isn't like the other two. Does yeah. she really need the Gatorade? I mean, I'm going to drink Gatorade. I'm not even going to stretch. So I guess I'm the consumer there, no, too. No, there was a, a lot of, uh, I noticed a lot of online um, activity. But you have two people that. doing these high-intensity workouts, and then the other one who's just standing on her head and stretching. It's like, well, yeah, a lot of people Should she be running? They, yeah, she should be doing probably a little bit more. Some people were questioning whether she was really worked out very often. That wasn't exactly. But once again, incident. my point is I'm never working out and I'll still drink Gatorade. I like it. They should have me on that edge just sitting here. <laughs> so the uh, the item I was referring to uh, um, on the prep was the Chris Delia Problem documentary, which is, I, is that new, Brandon? It must yeah, be fairly new because yeah. it's talking about recent things. Now, this isn't like an official documentary. This is another comedian who decided to reach out to some of the victims of Chris Delio. I didn't even know that existed. And it's an hour-long, quote-unquote, documentary. Is this, guy, is this guy not like Chris Delio? Is he starting from that point? Well, no, he ends in that point. Like, okay. hey, by the way, I know I'm a stand-up and blah, 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 blah. But what I found really amusing about this quote-unquote documentary about Chris Delia, is how... Who's a stand-up, by the way, yeah. who who does very well. He's got an extremely popular podcast. It's probably, you know, a top 50 podcast in mm -hmm. comedy, which is a, a very competitive category. And he does great business on the road. And about two years ago, I think, is when some underage girls came forward, or they were no longer underage, but they were... They had a lot of proof of the fact that he was grooming them and treating them in a very hostile manner, uh, trying to gain a really twisted bit of power over them by demanding that they follow orders. And, you know, when he says, get on your knees, you get on your knees. And, yeah. and if he doesn't tell you to stop for an hour, you sit on your knees. And this girl said, I was sitting on my knees in the bathroom for an hour. 
still 17 years old. And what I caught, He's 38, by the way. And what I caught about this, though, is a lot of this stuff and a lot of the people that this guy talks to who pop up in this documentary, this all happened after the apology video. Remember right. the, the I've been doing the work apology video? Oh, yeah. Video? He loves his child so much. There's no love like a father for his young son. And, um, and he was putting posts up, being faithful rips. You know, and I have been doing the work. Being faithful rips. Well, as the Starting girl pointed now. out, uh, this one girl in the documentary points out that when he was putting the being faithful rips up on his Instagram, he was Snapchatting her and, you know, not really being faithful at all. <laughs> and when he was at Disney posting pictures of his wife and his child, he also was talking to three different girls on his two Snapchat accounts. It's virtue signaling, and right? one of the girls. I think anybody said, that virtue signals about that is probably cheating. One of the girls says that his wife, Christelia's wife, was is all aware of all this. No, she doesn't believe any of it. Oh, really? She doesn't believe it. Uh, now I don't know how far you got, but the one girl, I, I think her name thing. was Jasmine, said that she talked to Christine, Kristen, Kristen or Christine. Yeah, and that she thinks it's all lies, and she gave her dates and times and sent her posts and things, and, and she said she doesn't believe any of it. Oh, okay. Whether that's, you know, just what she's saying to her, I don't know. But, uh, you know, just because this guy went on saying, I did the work, I did the work, here's me and my son, I love him so much, and, you know, and I have been doing the work. being faithful rips, and all this stupid virtue signaling... He was just continuing to do the same thing. And one of the girls had, uh, she had contacted him to say, oh, wow, I know what happened and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hey, business as usual. Nothing's changing here. You know, get on your knees, bitch. Yeah. So it was all a big pile of bullshit. You think he wouldn't get busted with that? Uh, He's uh, doing his thing. I guess. Isn't he? Yeah. I mean, is anybody going to watch this documentary and say, oh, well, I, that's, I'm done with Chris Delia. I mean, it just seems that this is the guy he is. I mean, yeah. there are he, a lot of assholes who are very successful. This dude was trying to create a harem of women, a la R. Kelly or something. He was branding them, not with, you know, a pot poker, but he was having them get CD in the shape of a heart, Chris Delia, uh, Tattoos. tattooed on them. And he would say, hey, I'll pay for the tattoo. And then they get it, they pay for it, and he never reimburses them. <laughs> But he may, he jokes about wanting to have a harem of women and a cult of women, but then the women, he's actually telling them that he wants to have multiple women living in one house who feed him and bathe him and, you know, provide him with all his sexual pleasure. And it just sounds to me like nothing has changed mm. except that he kind of shut everyone up. He settled with some people. So, you know, they got paid. There was a New York Times article, which I guess was going to expose a whole pile of stuff. Um, he's he is like a top 10 groomer in the world. Yeah. They have the top 100 groomers of 2022. He would definitely be in the top 10. Um, <laughs> top 10 groomers. <laughs> he's a vanguard wannabe. He yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah. But apparently, if you're funny enough, it really doesn't matter because he just said all the right stuff and... I don't know, you know, maybe Louis C.K. said the same things and maybe he's doing the same stuff. I don't know. Hmm. We don't know. But this New York Times thing was, that was later on. I think that was after the whole, you know, done the work. And this girl laid out this whole sequence and she had tons of evidence because she didn't delete things. And she's got a call where he's telling her, 
oh, I'm, you know, it's really good to hear your voice. <laughs> this girl's online God. anonymously just blasting the shit out of him. And he's like, oh, I just love hearing your voice. And she's like, um, what you did to me is terrible. I like hearing your voice. It's really good to hear from you. And 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 then um, I think like, he likes the danger of almost getting caught or getting caught. And then she's saying that you know I just can't delete things because uh, I mean it, it's being this suggesting that it never happened because if people think it never happened and I don't have the evidence, then it never happened apparently. I mean I knew what she was saying because she's saying that he somehow is getting getting over by just saying uh, no oh, no yeah. this didn't happen that didn't happen so what are you talking about? And then um, he says, well I know that really sucks and everything, but could you just delete it all? <laughs> <laughs> then um, I don't know if it's that girl or another girl that gets this whole sequence with a New York Times reporter she goes to Chris's manager Zach and runs down these things because he was apparently around when some of this is going on and he says yeah I can verify that I can verify wow. that I can verify that I can verify that he's completely done with Chris Delia he knows that these accusations are true he believes them he said I heard, must have heard from 500 women who said, he did this to me, he did that to me, and he said, they're all the same story. It's the same story over and over and over from different girls. Uh, and so I just, I'm not even in Hollywood, I'm not even representing anyone anymore. I've changed my career entirely because it was so disturbing. So anyway, when he corroborated this with the New York Times reporter, Delia calls him up, and he had part of the recording on this where he's going, what are you doing, man? They didn't have anything until you said something. Oh, and he's all mad at him, and then... Oh, what are you pro? Why are you uh, complaining so much about it, then? So then, according to Zach, the story disappeared. Oh, really? And he said the reason it disappeared is because he settled with the girl. Oh, wow. And so she retracted her quotes, I guess, or figured I'd rather have the money than the New York Times article. So again, hmm. as long as you can buy your way that out of trouble... Money always wins. Yeah, the get-out-of-jail-free card. Always. Well, it costs you some money, but you do get out of jail. That'll but be linked he, in the notes. He really just sounds like a turd. Sick. Do you remember interviewing him? He's kind of a turd. Guy. Yeah, I, you know, not he's not favorite. really my yeah. type. I, I, under, I understand he's extremely successful, and I, you know, that is what it is. Hey, one thing over break that I just I didn't really get any update on is, is our Robach and um, uh, what's what's the other guy? Oh, they were oh, TJ Holmes. So getting it. Oh, Robach and Holmes still banging. Oh, God, they're making a out. Lot. They're making out in Miami on, on a bridge, right in the face of ABC and GMA. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and it's over into a sunset, and they're making you're out. Me? Yeah, really? no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. No, they are so in love. They and he filed for divorce. So hard. Oh yeah, Good. awesome. Good for them. They are just in a fuck fest, a suck and fuck fest, nonstop, <laughs> and they want everyone to know about it. Shouldn't uh, shouldn't like uh, News Nation hire those two away to do a show? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't watch that if they're not anchoring. They're fucking. And if they're not fucking, they're anchoring. Every time they go Normally. to a, they go to a package and come back, they're just making out. Oh, forget that they're on TV. I, I don't know. Great. I, I find it personally, and you know, TMZ did a big story on it the other day, and and. I was thinking the same thing they were thinking, which is that this is no accident. They went to a very public place, and they're making out on this bridge. Oh, this time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and people are recording with their phones. No, they, they're not dumb. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. And I personally, I don't know what they're doing, though. What are they doing? We're getting it Because, over. you know, when when you do that, and this goes out all over the place because it was picked up everywhere— I mean, what about your fucking kids and your exes? And, I mean, all of this is really raw. I mean, what, what are you going to do when love's in the way? 
You don't have to do it publicly. <laughs> you don't have to fucking make out. Of course not. Drew. So it'll get on they're national like television. They're actually like total children. Yeah, it just seems really selfish. Yeah. And I also think they're getting off on being the hot couple. They're so hot. I mean, look at them, right? You can't stop that. It's magnetic. I can't, you know, it's funny. I, I think you would be embarrassed and you wouldn't be doing that in public. I would think so, too. Because they did get busted. Mm-hmm. As much as they like to say that, oh, no, uh, uh, no, there was, it, this didn't start until August. No, yeah, everyone right. knows it started a long time ago. And I understand why they don't want to be, you know, nobody likes to get busted. And they're not the first people to have this happen by a long, 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 long shot. But I would just think they would be low-keying it. Just like... They're leaning into it. <laughs> they are leaning they're into it. Rubbing it into GMA's face. But I don't think... That the people at ABC like this part at no, all. No, why would they? They're trying to make people forget about it. And they're on the same show together, too, which is uncomfortable for the people that work in the show. Yeah. Like, the, the days that they were actually on before they took them off, what's her name, Dr. Jen? Oh, Jen Aston. Yeah. yeah. You could tell she really was the third wheel on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's quite pretty, too. I like, I like her. Jen Aston. She's getting a lot of play with the Damar um, Hamlin injury. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah, she was all over GMA today talking about it. No, she's really good. The other why, don't she... t- why don't we talk about hot couples on TV that are getting it on? Like Robin Roberts and Amber Lane, they're getting married? How hot is that? Oh, are they? Them. Yeah, they've been together for, what, 20 years or something? Right. Yeah. I, I hope GMA covers that wedding. <laughs> they w- I bet they will. I hope George I marries them. <laughs> George, I predict George doesn't go to that wedding. <laughs> of course, George will go with Samantha B, his no, wife. George will be the ring bearer, little pillow. <laughs> That's a great idea. Or he'll be the little kid throwing the rose petals on the ground. Strayhand will officiate. Officiate. <laughs> be great. I would. I'd be all in to watch that wedding. It'd be so dumb. A GMA wedding. Um, a little bit of breaking news. Uh, Jeremy Renner. You know, yeah, who ran over his own leg with his snow clearing vehicle? Well, first off, how do you do that? Well, it sounds like him and his nephew were clearing out um, like driveways and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I mean, sounded innocent. I have a feeling the nephew might have been behind the wheel. Oh, and maybe Jeremy jumped out. Because have you seen all the videos of him with all his toys, which is pretty fucking cool? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got like two hundred trucks. I'm totally jealous of him because he's just clearing shit out of the way, which is a blast. And, and as they um, as they point out he, too, he clears all the neighbors' yeah, driveways. No, he loves he loves the machines. He sounds like a good guy. He really I mean. does. Uh, but he just put out an Instagram of what he looks like now because he was in critical condition. I don't think he's in critical anymore. Um, Brandon's pulling it up so you can see him. He looks pretty pretty messed up. Oh, wow. Oh, jeez, yeah. His face is all cut. He had blunt force trauma to the head. Hey, thank you for all the kind I thought it was words. to the chest. Oh, well, in the head. I'm and too the messed up Oh, in the to head, type. too? Yeah, and they said he lost a lot of blood. Yeah, from his leg. Yeah, and they have video of the helicopter taking him away. Hey, the Kelly Clarkson show says, hey, we're sending all of our love. Get well soon. Oh, that sucks, man. Oh, oh look at all those blue check marks. Wishing him well. Did someone style his oh. hair in that picture? Yeah. No, that's definitely not bedhead. That's, well, sexy bedhead. Um, does anybody... What's wrong okay. with it? Don't take... Anybody take this the wrong way. Yikes. Does anybody think that the media is going to drive us nuts with Damar Hamlin stuff until the end of time? Yeah. I mean, and I'm assuming he's going to get well, and I they're, certainly hope he does. He sounds like are. a great guy. They already are kind of driving us nuts with it. Yeah, the, that's it's, like, I, it's a click. That's why Twitter was driving me nuts last night, because you had 
people who are Twitter doctors, quote unquote, who are just analyzing it, mm -hmm. even though we, you don't know who you are. Then you have um, the kooks out there that's like, well, that's what you get when you take the vaccine. Your heart just gives out on you. It's yeah, like, Lenny oh, Dykstra was doing that. Let's see. Okay, great. Yeah. And the, and a Viking sure. a Viking died at 38, too, so they were all on, you know. Oh, I wonder what that was from. When? This year? Yesterday. A Viking offensive lineman, I think he was, or a defensive lineman. Not current player. He's retired, oh, I believe. He's okay. only 38 so years confused. old, and he just dropped dead. Um, and then, I mean, there were lots, a lot of... Of virtue signaling out there, but <laughs> yeah, um, to say the least. Oh my god, and then all the people that set up the GoFundMe's. Did you hear about I that? I think the GoFundMe was already set up, but somebody let people know that oh, by the way, is a GoFundMe for children for toys. And no, 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 there were a bunch, there were some fake ones out there, so the family had to come oh, out to say Christ. there are fake GoFundMe's. The only thing, if you want to donate. Which we'll take it as this is his charity, right? Which so far has has gotten three point eight million, and he was looking for twenty five hundred dollars. Three point eight million, it's up to, which is you know, it's kind of that's nice. See, those are people putting their wallet where their mouth is, unlike you know all these Twitter uh, virtue signalers or these Twitter experts. That Can we prosecute these people that set up fake GoFundMe's? I mean, they're trying well, to fraud. embezzle money. It's fraud if you collect it, but they never do anything about it. Yeah. They don't. People do it all the time. Well, I assume that's because GoFundMe flags it and then returns the money, right? So they never actually yeah, collect it. But they're on still it. trying to do it. Yeah. I mean, five point one million right now on a five point one, wow. On a twenty five hundred dollar goal. Because this was a second year player who was only making only like eight hundred K. Let me ask you this. Have you guys ever heard of him before last no. night? No. No. Mm -mm. Not one bit. No. He's gotta be good though if he's you know starting on that really good defense. Yeah, yeah, he's only oh, yeah. 24 years old, too. But I think he was only like a sixth-round pick, so it's not like he was a, you know, top... Fourth round, I believe, from Pittsburgh. Oh, fourth, so fourth from Pitt. weird. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the Twitter stuff last night with it was just like, okay, nobody... And then there's the one guy who uh, posts, he's like, his vitals are stable, this is what's going on, and the guy has a blue check mark, and immediately people are like, who are you? What's your source? And he finally replied with... I'm one of his best friends and his marketing director. Like, that was the reply. Because everyone, nobody believed who this guy was. And then everyone's like, that's a HIPAA violation. It's like, oh my God. Everyone, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> but see, then there's the genuine, there's the genuine people. Or I like to think they're genuine that actually went to the hospital, which is kind of weird. To I, I think that's, to, you know. The Do most genuine, okay. I'm sure you've seen the guy that was at the game, the Bengals fan, who immediately made a sign that said prayers for them. I saw that. <laughs> like, really? That guy turned around a sign that quick? Good job, my you man. You know, I know people. So he could be on TV. I know people mean well. I, I know. I know they do. I'm quite sure of it. But, for example, when Vladimir Konstantinov yeah. and Sergei Manatsikhanov and Fatisov hit the tree, and they were in the hospital, and the guy set up the tent in the yard of yeah. Beaumont and said he would not leave until they were discharged. Yeah. That became a real pain in the ass yes, for the hospital. Yeah. And I don't well, think do hospitals do? really like big crowds in front of hospitals. It's just not a great I, place I to I have a crowd. So. But I don't I try not to be too cynical. I know people want to support him. No, I'm not being cynical. I'm just, but it's just not a good idea to, to have crowds at a hospital. Um, and it was Look, a problem. I don't, I don't understand anybody that, that wants to be in a crowd voluntarily.
I don't really, you know, they they were just Unless it's a maybe if they event. did it at the stadium, it would have been better. But uh, yeah, the virtue signal is just out of control. I know people want to do something. It's just the problem is everyone has a fucking voice now. It's so uh, the it's other so the other interesting thing is, do you see all the drama with Joe Buck in the NFL today? Um, why the NFL is mad at Joe Buck? Because yeah, Buck came out and said, "Look, the NFL was planning on." continuing this game last night. Right. And you can see the players going, no. Yeah, and the NFL's like... on the field saying, forget it. The NFL came out and acted like, no, no, we never said that. We this we were never going to continue the game. To which then Joe Buck doubled down, I think, in an interview with the Post and said, "They this is the guy, I forget the guy's name, this is the guy that told us we had five, five minutes until we come back to the game. So we were told by somebody from the NFL that the game was going to continue. Which I'm glad that the players were told. You know, Buck's got enough power to speak up against the NFL because he's Joe Buck. But not a lot of people that work, well, not a lot of media people that work covering the NFL have that power or the balls to even stand up to him. It's, I got to tell you, by like 9.30, if they really thought, they really were debating they're really still debating. Yeah. I mean, the hospital's taken away. You're not going to find out He's obviously in very bad shape, and you're hoping Players for the best. But they're not, you're play. not going to get a call that says, "Hey, Demar Hamlin's great. He's talking. He's running around. He's doing jumping jacks." I mean, what? that was not going to happen. What? That was the only thing that would have made it okay for the players. The NFL they had watched out. someone pound on his chest for ten minutes. The NFL puts out a deep fake of him running around the hospital. <laughs> hey, look, he's okay. Guys, get back up field. Let's go. Let's go. It's fine. He's totally fine. And he, then after they like, go, "Oh my God, he took a turn for the worse." He's tackling nurses. <laughs> He tackles the, he goes into the, the, the candlelight vigils, just slamming people to the ground. I, uh, They're playing, hey, well, he's playing smear the queer with a bunch of people to the candlelight vigil. What the fuck? <laughs> but he's fine. Get back on the field. He's Finish canceled for saying smear the queer. <laughs> this game's never going to be played. And there were some, there were some people on Twitter. Look, I think they were clowns just joking, but talking about their fantasy football championship. Mark, game. <laughs> Mark look at this. I am currently. Oh, win- you're one of them. I am currently winning 166 to 162 because my opponent had Josh Allen and Jamar Chase. He was obviously there. You go. Beat you me, won because that game's not going to be ever. Pl- that's not going to be played. It's not going to be finished. I know it's postponed, but when is it postponed to? Because not they're gonna- this week. Then I better get some money out it's, of this. It's fucking over, man. They're not. There's no. How could they possibly? I'm gonna act like Skip Bayless, although I'm doing Hold it. Hold this thought or keep talking about it. <laughs> I'm I'm doing it about uh, what ten hours after the event, as opposed to Skip Bayless did it what twenty five minutes after he uh, pretty much died on the field and was brought back. Yeah. But I don't know logistically how they get this game in if they're not playing it this week. I don't know either. What, are they going to play next Wednesday? I thought that they would play today, to be honest. But that's not the case. They're already heading back to Buffalo. I, my, my thought was, and this is already out the window, so I probably shouldn't say this, why wouldn't they just play Thursday and then whoever they have playing Sunday in those two games, play that on a Tuesday, because then you have the playoffs starting, you know, that... What in the hell are you talking about? Well, just just pushing the games as far back as you can, because I don't know when they're going to play it. Let's talk about the real big story in the, in the NFL, and that's uh, over the holidays. Tom Brady totally hooked up with his son again. Oh, that's oh, oh what? <laughs> oh my God! Tom Brady went to Instagram because he's hanging out with was it Jack? Wait a sec. How old is Jack? Fourteen, maybe thirteen. 
Well, he posted a bunch of pictures that were just, he's kissing him again. There's a picture of <laughs> no, wait, just wait, wait, their wait, wait, legs. Wait, wait. He's not kissing him again. He's he's at the nape of his neck. He is caressing him. the nape of his neck. There's with his one, eyes closed. There's one with a caption, I love this boy. Well, that and that picture's creepier. Yeah, and it's just Tom Brady's legs with the kid's legs on his, his lap. In <laughs> the lounger. It's a little weird. <laughs> Okay, it's this is Benjamin. Thirteen. Okay, he's thirteen. I guess that's better. I don't know. It's weird. Tom Brady. I think it's weird. I'm glad he found love again. And then I, since we're briefly talking about sports, and we mentioned JJ McCarthy's girlfriend, Mm -hmm. did we? We didn't mention about her. His dad goosing her. Why did his dad goose his girlfriend? Is that what it was? Look at this. Look at this. I know he touched her butt. Yeah. It's bizarre. As she turns, he oh, he bumps uh, into it, and then he brush yeah, bumps into it with a finger that well, that, that's the secondary move. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. So playing the internet, that's really okay. Um, and then the only the only other sports thing I wanted to quickly say to you was uh, well, two things. Real quick, rest in peace, Ken Block. A lot of people won't know who this dude is, but he created DC shoes back in the '90s, and I used to wear them all the time. Fantastic driver. He died in a snowmobile accident. So that's pretty sad. And then Dana White getting caught on camera slapping his his wife. Yeah. Well, she slapped him first. I know, but that that's gonna, he's in trouble, man. Is he? he sh- Come on, really? No, I mean, is he in trouble? I would think that that would not affect Dana White one bit, mainly because he got out in front of it and said, hey, I've said for years there's never an excuse for a guy to hit, hit a woman. We were both fucked up. Um, I mean, what kind of trouble is he in? He was he arrested? No, he wasn't arrested. But dude, he got caught. <laughs> he got caught hitting his wife, slapping so his wife. They were in a VIP area. This is some club in Cabo San Lucas, and he oh, leaned Dana over. White? Yeah, leaned over to say something to his wife. She reacted. She slapped him across the face, and he okay, slapped so her. So why is he the only back. one apologizing? Why is it all? Well, that's his what I was fault? just saying. Brandon thinks that he's going to be in a lot of trouble. But I'm like, yeah. first off, Dana White. I don't think he's going to be in that much trouble. And secondly, she hit him first. Okay, but I don't understand. The story is Dana White's, you know, hits a woman. And the story isn't, I mean, that's like, this carries the story. And I understand that you should not hit a woman. But it does complicate it Which when is the what woman he said. hits the man first. But he admitted, he goes, yeah, I shouldn't have hit her. That's, there's no excuse for that. Right. I mean, he's getting ahead of it by realizing, yeah, we're fucked up. But why is, why is nobody mad at her? Yeah, I mean, well, why because it, she's not the famous one. Wait, but are, don't we live in a world now where men and women are equal and we're all the same, we're exactly the same, we can trade genitals, we can do anything we want. Um, I just want to know what, what he said to her that made her slap. I realize that he is ten times as strong as she is, and he should have never hit her. Yeah. but And I'm not saying he... She hit him hard, too. This is it right here, isn't it? She's crying, and then smack! She hits him. That's and, ooh, she, she hit her, him her hard. Hit, her hit was harder than his. I, I think it was, honestly. Okay, he's ten times as strong as her. Obviously, should never, ever, ever hit her. Ever, ever, ever. ever. And, and then when you're in a fucking bar, you can't leave the bar to hit your wife or to hit your husband. Ever, ever, ever. How can you be so mad... <laughs> Your husband's a fucking major league celebrity. Yeah. How can you hit your fucking husband in a bar, you nutcase? And he's like a reflex. He hits her back. And I think... She she did apologize, too, by the way. Yeah, but she's sort of... Um, 
she was vouching for him like, oh, this is so out of character for Dan. It's like, well, what about you? Why are you talking about him? Why are you so invested in in what he did when you hit him first? Because they wanted to go away. Yeah. Uh, I understand that, but I, I just noticed that if you read comments, for example, you'll see a lot of people that really have, n- they could give a shit about her hitting him. Oh, sure. It's all about yeah. him hitting her. Yeah. Well, they Do you probably- use steroids? And it doesn't mean that just because she hit him, it's okay for him to hit her, but it just it kind of oh, bugs wow. me. That's the reaction of someone watching that video. I don't use cocaine. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the uh, the other one is, what's his name, Mixon, the running back? Joe Mixon? Yeah. Remember, he was hit by a girl first, but then he <laughs> but slugged the <laughs> shit out of her. I mean, a little he different smoked her. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was a, a lot, lot different. different. Come on. Okay, second down and nine. What? I didn't ever hear anyone say that, well, gee, she hit him first. I mean, she shouldn't have hit him. Why did she hit him, by the way? I don't know. Do we ever, did we ever find we ever out? Found that was it I don't know. The phone I also, you know, I felt like, well, the story's really incomplete. First of all, it's really not talking at all about the fact that she hit him first and that that really is also equally wrong in a way. But they're also not talking about what did he say that made her hit him? It's not like two kids fighting. He hit me first. Well, I mean, she did. She's a white girl. <laughs> Nicole I'm hit OJ sorry, first. She did hit him first. And there is, I think, honestly, when someone hits you like that, especially a slap, I think there is a reflex. He slapped her. He didn't punch her. He slapped her, just like she slapped him. Wait, Dana White or Joe Mixon? Dana White. Oh, okay, yeah, no. Joe Mixon beat the shit out of him. And it was more like a, huh, I don't know. Yeah, it it, looked, it's kind of a prissy slap, honestly. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, a, Dana White. It's called can, a warning slap. Uh, I know, but it's just so bad that it was caught. On film. There was some dude sure. just filming Dana White the whole time. I know. That's fucking creepy, isn't it? I'm mean, sure this guy's like, oh, yeah, I, uh, thank God for me. I caught Dana White uh, slapping his wife probably after made, she slapped him, but probably who cares about money. that? I know, but isn't that kind of sick? That's that totally sick. Somebody it's, can't yeah. go out to a nightclub without somebody filming him all the time? I can't believe this nightclub allowed someone to film Dana White all night. I know. Also, Dana White did say this. I can't believe I'm bald. That was great. I, you know, it's, uh, it reminded me of... You know what, you know what his wife said to him, too? So your parents gave you a girly name to toughen you up. I like it. Oh, is that why? Yeah. I can't believe I'm bald. It, <laughs> it reminded me of the... These cops are trying to restrain this woman who was just nuts. I think she was nude, too, and she's, like, swinging at these guys. And then they finally have her almost restrained, and she gets right up in the face of this cop and spits in his face, and he swung. He just swung right there and there. It was like, you know, I think when somebody spits in your face, it's almost like having a hammer hit your knee. It's assault, yeah. Yeah. But, of course, the cop got in all the trouble. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, over the break, Barbara Walters died, and all I can think of is, should we call Henry Kissinger to get comment? Weren't they a thing or something? Or didn't she, she have a major him. interview with she him? She did interview him, yes. I was just trying to think of uh, ridiculous Barbara people. Barbara was a very professional. <laughs> I, I ended up needing her. <laughs> this is the time she, that... She brought up, by the way, that he was a ladies' man. Yeah. A coxman. She did bring up what a ladies' man I am, what a swordsman around Washington, D.C. that I have been for years. Correct. After she died, I saw this compilation, a 15-minute compilation of 
Barbara Walters being a bitch for 15 what? minutes. Oh, it, come on. She was great. And it was her just basically challenging celebrities and stuff like that. That's why she was great. Her She sto- asked questions that everybody wanted to ask. Yeah. And her story of, did you hear her ever tell that story of getting to that point? Because, you know, she had to work her way up. Did well, you see that or, at all? She, so she did the news with, who, who was on the Terry Reasoner. Yeah, and she was only hated allowed. Her. They're like, okay, you can ask one question when he's done. And then she realized, oh. Peter, there have been some... Barbara, Barbara, shut the fuck up. My apologies for this. (laughs) But then she said, hey, I realized if I interview these people away from the studio, I can ask them all the questions. I'm like, that's pretty pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, and she was a heavy prepper. She worked her ass off. She hustled her ass off. She got all these interviews nobody else could get. She created the genre of Cacklefest television. Oh, The View, view. yeah. And they were timely interviews. Yeah. I mean, Anne Heche... That oh. we, have, we have some of the Anne Haitian interview, by the way. Yeah. I think you said. <laughs> and they were discussing a sexual assault, I believe. Yeah, were they not? Yeah, I think this is it. What could I do when I was Celestia? I spoke a different language. I spoke a different language that God and I spoke yes. together. Can you still remember that language you Great spoke? Great question. Of course. That's... Can you do any of it? Sure. What would you like me to say? I don't know anything. Take your time. Take your time. Akines, akafonta tu na don. Want some water? Want some water? And that's a language you never. I don't know where it came from. I don't even know what it means. Wow. Fortunately, uh, Anne Hayes' life has borne out the fact that she was not a lunatic at all. She was very consistent person because he was entering your mouth that was monica Lewinsky, wasn't it was it Lewinsky? no because he was entering your mouth i think that was part of the Anne hayes interview well we had a little volley of that i know and we? i cannot find it's on the best of cd but i can't we don't, must not have in the system here um which that reminds me i ran to bob rivers is on spotify and they have a lot of his looney tunes yeah on there. oh yeah uh-huh uh her interview with um she got Lewinsky. I mean, that was everybody wanted to talk to her. Her Michael Jackson interview. Mm. That was I was going through interviews like, oh god, we should just maybe watch one of these. Eric and Lyle. I was just stuck on Michael yeah. Jackson's <laughs> because it's so fun to hear Michael Jackson. She had Mike Tyson and Robin Givens, uh, Chris, oh, Christopher god. Reeve when he was paralyzed, V. Stiviano. That's a great <laughs> one. I sent it to you, Brandon. The oh, yeah. V. Stiviano interview. Bring some of that up because that's I think that's a great find by Barbara. He said himself. I think he can't even believe or understand sometimes the things he says. And I think he's hurt by it. (laughs) He's hurting right now. Do you think that Donald Sterling should apologize? (laughs) Absolutely. Did you discuss this with him? Yes. Will he apologize? Only God knows. I love how self-righteous she is in this interview after she's stolen all this shit from him. God knows. I'm Mr. Sterling's right-hand arm. (laughs) Man. Yeah, what else? I'm Mr. Sterling everything. I'm his confidant, his best friend. His silly rabbit. His silly rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. She she jumps in right after that. I believe it in my heart. Have you heard him say derogatory things about... Minorities in general, and blacks in particular? Absolutely. You've heard him say derogatory things. Yes. Don't they sound racist to you? (laughs) 
Barbara. <laughs> she just wants to get it on I the record. I think the things he says are not what he feels. Anyone can say anything in the heat of the moment. Yeah, but then you recorded him. Yeah. She's the cunt that recorded him. Yeah. Uh -huh. She's stealing this guy blind for condos and Bentleys, and then she's like, I recorded you, and you really said some really bad things. <laughs> Fuck her. What happened to that idiot? She's gone away. I haven't seen her. I mean, she lost she all her return, money. She had to return everything to Shelley. Barbara Walters, Barbara Walters got some great idiot gets yeah like idiots who didn't want to expose what idiots they are but somehow she got them to do it like oh no you'll come across great i know you will she was awesome east Viviano and monica and Walter. Oh. what you are a legend you have the michael jackson one brandon i do because jackson's just so fucking awesome it's like a minute and something in i think when they get to jackson Although the pre the preamble is pretty good too. I forgot you worked with Hugh on the Downslow. Under yes. that kind of scrutiny, since the allegations of child abuse made against Michael Jackson four years ago, he has been, if possible, even more pursued. I'm thinking this and is where way, Lisa Marie shows up at the end, but that was Oprah, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the big. Yeah. Why don't we get any of these great interviews anymore? Because great one. Yeah. We'll watch we these. We got Oprah with Harry and Meghan. That's it. And it was huge, and everyone hates everybody. You know, but that's it. Because nobody wants to be challenged, Drew. She was um, Diana very Stone. kind, very loving, this is very a, sweet. This is such a loving what story. What did you two talk about? I wrote Never a song heard. called Dirty Diana. She gets involved in this set list. And it's not about Lady Diana. It's about certain kind of girls <clears throat> that hang around concerts or that clubs. That you would never fuck. Yeah, he would know. Groupies. The groupies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he would know. I've lived in that all my life. You see these girls, they do everything with the band and the, you know, everything you can imagine. So I wrote a song called Dirty Diana. I have nice pussies. But I took it out of the show. <laughs> I licked those in titties. Honor oh. of Her Royal Highness. And she she took me away. And she said, Are you going to do Dirty Diana? <laughs> I said, No, I took it out of the show because of you. She goes, no, I want you to do it. Do it. Do the song. I'm nasty as but hell. But she had a sense of humor with you. Yeah. Of course. And she told me she was she honored fuck me. to meet me. And I said, it's an honor to meet you. How did you hear about her death? Oh, he was so affected. Uh, I was playing with some kids. I woke up. He spent like 45 and, minutes uh, with her in his whole life. I <coughs> was so affected by this. Gave me the news. Inconsolable. Wait, his doctor gave yeah, him the news? he had to bring the medication down. over to deal with it. Grief. And I said, I don't give a shit. Where's my propofol? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the stuff or what? I'll take, I'll take a thousand Xanax to deal with that. I'm inconsolable. I knew her for 45 stomach. minutes of full Jackson. <laughs> so I said. I took a song out of my sentence for her. We all grieved another thousand. We all grieved differently and I took a lot of meds. Just the message and the fact that I knew her personally. Aww. Then on top of that one, oh, he's gonna cry I said, now? there's another one. Real you did soon, I feel barely fucking knew her. It's another one coming, and I pray it's not me. Please don't let it be me. Nice making it about and yourself. Mother Teresa. Oh, because he was talking about death triangles, right? Okay, so he's like, there's oh, got to be another one in the death triangle. Shut the fuck up, Don't let it be me, you fucking selfish ass. And there was a death triangle because the Pope, Pope Benedict, died as well as Pele. Oh, yeah. Did you see the head of FIFA was taking a selfie next to Pele's casket? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God, how could FIFA get any worse? And the guy's like, watch this. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> Google it really quick, Brandon. Uh, FIFA President 
Pele, and it's him next to the next to the uh, coffin, which is an open casket, and he's taking a selfie. That's classy. That is classy. Add the word selfie. Oh, there. Yeah, just made over Pele. Oh, he's mad that people are saying that he took a selfie with Pele. Pele's dead body. I'm trying to find it. There it is. (laughs) He did did it. He's just mad they're saying it. Yeah. Okay, it was next to the. Okay, fine. It was next to the open casket. It's still inappropriate. Oh, I thought that guy. I thought they propped Pele Pele up. up. (laughs) No, I think that's Pele. They stood him up so he could act like he was still alive when he got the picture. Brother or something. Yeah, Gianni Infantino is the FIFA head who, when asked for comment, said, "Can't believe I'm bald." (laughs) <laughs> that is one bald head. Uh, <laughs> big deal. Pele was a big deal, man. Yeah. So was Pope Benedict and Barbara Walters. Not really. Pope Benedict, he can pound salt. He's not a fan of that Pope. I don't know. I was just. Out I made a list like, of my top uh, 500 pope is this? popes. I don't even know which one that was. He's the, he's the quitter. He's Pope Quitter. He was the one that got all jazzed up in like diamonds and like for a while there. He was. He's, he's a hardliner. It's not my favorite. Yeah, for a while there, he was just dressed in swag. Yeah, no, he's he's the uh, Pope bling, but he's the one that quit. He's yeah. the first one to step down from being Pope. Um, so man Francis, somebody sent me. Uh, actually, maybe this is was it in your prep today? The story about uh, Kwame's restitution being paid. Brandon, was it in your prep? What? Correct. It is paid. He's he said so, and so he wants to travel now. Okay, so he claims that his restitution is paid. From liquidating the assets of Bobby Ferguson. Yep. How exactly does that work? And it's being reported like, oh, yeah, that's totally normal. They liquidated another criminal that he was involved in. He liquidated his assets, and that is going to pay for Kwame's restitution. No. Who does that? When has that ever happened? That makes no sense. Can we get uh, Michael on the phone? Yeah. To explain how that works? available. (laughs) I just want to... Why everyone acts like it's okay? I mean, you'd think at least in the story they'd say, this seems kind of weird, but here's three other times when this has been done before, and it's perfectly normal. I mean, did Bobby uh, Bobby uh, Ferguson say, oh, yeah, I, I kept $1.5 of his personal funds, not money that he stole? Because if he's using money that, that Bobby Ferguson stole to pay back his restitution, that's really not restituting, is it? Wait, is that a verb, restituting? No. I just made it one. I'm sorry, I was looking for Michael's number. But, okay, if if he gave these all these deals to Bobby Ferguson, yes. and Bobby Ferguson got these contracts he shouldn't have gotten because yes. they were, were telling him what the bids were, or they weren't having certain people bid on something, and then Bobby Ferguson makes all this money, and then Kwame says, well, just take it out of the money you made because I got you that deal, and uh, that'd be my money and my restitution. No, it's supposed to be his own fucking money. Yeah, that's, He stole money himself. It's two separate crimes, right? Is he yeah. using money that he stole to pay back Bobby Ferguson's restitution? I mean, would no, that, that only be fair? As soon as you say it's paid for for a restitution from someone else, that's not that's how ridiculous. It works. I mean, Carmanos would pay it in a second, I'm sure. <laughs> Surprising he isn't. Why is why, why does he always get away with this shit? Why is he still getting away with the shit? He's supposed to go to prison for twenty eight years and he goes for six. Yeah. Well, that's he also that's, every that's chance he gets, again. He says, "Oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. It's all bullshit." And then I noticed that uh, in the court, in this case, they were saying like, uh, oh, yeah, and he, uh, he acknowledges the error of his ways and he, no, he wants doesn't. to make everything no, he right. Doesn't. It's like, no, he doesn't. He all the time will come back and say no. No, not one bit. He's 
ever showed zero. He showed zero remote. remote. And when he got out oh, via clemency, and people are kissing his ass, it's like, oh, he's still got a lot to offer. Yeah, what they, what they want is, and what he has to offer is money. Right? He's what separate, money does he have? He's no, asking he's going to separate people, people from their money and then give to the other people <laughs> that are supporting him. That's true. <laughs> it does seem like Carmanos is chasing a bad investment. I agree. What is that? I, people, look, people like the guy. Kwame? Yes. People. I don't think they still like him, though. I, I don't understand what he... Why don't doesn't anyone expect an apology from him? At least... For all the bullshit I've seen of him, just once could he say, you know what, I am really sorry for what I put the city <laughs> through. I made a lot of mistakes. And instead of, you know, every once in a while he'll say, well, I had an affair with this woman and uh, that was used against me. Yeah. I did do the perjury, though. You want to ask him off the, just yeah, in case he, I, he has a reply swearing to that, but yeah. like a madman? Yeah, that sounds like a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> He's very well behaved. <laughs> Good guy. I didn't know what he was going to say, but... What? No, did he answer? No, he didn't. Oh, okay. He sent me right to voicemail. Oh. No, you're sharing Michael Blotta's shit list. Jeez. <laughs> well, your name came he's up. He's got a very big case. <laughs> he's got another very big case. Like so wish I could uh, reveal. Well, yeah. I, I, I He'll I'll answer this question. Here. Somebody needs to answer this question. I just can't believe Michael Blotta's going to think this is okay. <laughs> I don't think he's going to think it's okay at all. So why is it? I mean, it seems to me you get to the part where Kwame go, wait, wait, yeah, I'm paying my restitution back right now. Uh, Bobby Ferguson, remember all that money that he got? He's putting one point five million. That's gonna pay up my restitution. Then some. Hell goes, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Damn that. No, that doesn't work. All right, he said we. Can that call. sounds like Bobby Ferguson saying, "Yeah, I made so much money that you threw my way that I'm just gonna pay it off for you." Well, that's fucked up. That means it's money that he fucking stole. Doesn't a judge a lot of law. <laughs> hey, Michael. <laughs> Michael, it's Drew. Hey, How are you doing? I'm doing great. I missed you guys, though. You guys have been off forever. Well, right. hey, you're back. Here we are back. And, and I was just talking about a story I read today where Kwame is declaring that his restitution is paid, and he says it's been paid from the liquidation of assets tied to Bobby Ferguson. And I said, that's not, he's not, not his money. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, but it's actually part of what he's saying is true because what? he was, as far as the Detroit Water and Sewage Department bill, that 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 amount, I think it was about around one point five. Was it one point five? Yeah, I think I don't it was. Remember, but and and so what? what they're, they're joint and severally liable, which means that both of the defendants, Kilpatrick and Ferguson had to pay that money back. Wait, together? And you mean they, they can pay Once it? one pays some back by the seizure of a number of assets that Ferguson owned, then that amount gets deducted from whatever Kwame owes on that particular... Well, what do they deduct? Um, what, do they did, what do they take away from Kwame that pays for Ferguson? I'm sorry? Why does Ferguson have to pay off all of his own and Kwame's? Yeah. Why doesn't Kwame yeah. pay any of it? He doesn't have, The way it works, basically, is however the government gets the money um and they can get it from either of them because like i said they're both they're both on the hook for it that's what joint and severally liable means and so once once the government gets the money they can't get it again does that make sense how does he how does so, kwame, well, but i understand how does kwame get away with paying nothing to pay it back it all comes from bobby ferguson that's why does he always he's get really good at it he's really good at avoiding things 
But don't forget, guys, about about the IRS money yeah. that he owes. He, he owes so much money to so many different people. The city of Detroit, he's paid what? You know, oh, he hasn't paid in years. Like, yeah. yeah Damn he's never going to pay any of this money back. He's going to live his life like OJ lives his life, right? So put nothing in your name. Yep. You know, when he tried to do that fundraiser recently, he oh, got yeah. burned with that. Oh, so, but you know, Michael, you know what I read is that they went to clean out the money that he had been donating him and it was all gone already. He had already cleaned yeah, it out. Right. He always wins. The one good thing. Yeah. And I think we talked, we may have talked about this with you guys before, but, but whenever any money comes to him either directly or if it's meant for him and it goes to his wife, there's, there's ways that the, that the government can trace some of that, that money. And it could be a fraud, what's called a fraudulent conveyance, which means, that the money is really Kwame's money, and it could be money from you know his job or his preaching or whatever, and so that they're going to be the federal government's going to be looking, and, and hopefully the city as well to see if he gets any of that money. So now, will I'm, the, I'm still hopeful. Will the feds like? Will they kind of hound him about this? Will they just show up unexpected to say, "Hey, what do you got on you?" or "What do you have?" Will they do yeah, empty your wallet? Like, will they do? Will they do that to him? Or I mean, I know they can in theory. Mm-hmm. Maybe pull him over, not knowing who the fuck he is. And drive off in his car. car. <laughs> Just leave yeah, him there. Exactly. No, but couldn't they walk hey, up to him? Where'd you get this car? If, he, if he's what? doing a speaking Sorry, engagement but, and what? say he gets paid in cash and he's walking off the pulpit, couldn't they go up to him and, yeah, yeah. and take it? Yeah, they're not going to go like, pop in on him if that's what you're saying. But, but remember that the IRS is also involved. The IRS, I would say, is the best in the business at, at, at getting money from people, as, as you know. So... The, He's not going to be able to make any money without paying paying all the, the bills that he owes. He's just not going to because the city of Detroit, they can put garnishments on any, pretty much any money that's coming to him. So Kwame has to make sure that, that when he's living, he's living on money that other people have. Well, will, they, their name. will they go oh, through right. that church's books? He's actually books. really good at it if you think about it. Will you say go- he, he, he is good at it? He's good at living off of other people's money. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at it. Yeah. What if his mom yeah. gives him a bunch of money? Can he keep that? If he gets a gift from his mom, he technically it becomes an asset that that can be a substitute asset for whatever is seized or owed. So I believe that yes, if he if he gets gifts, that's something that that they could try to get. But oh, which of I course, don't know that she's got a lot of money. I'm well, sure she, that, and she would give him cash anyway. She would just give him a pile yeah. of cash. Yeah. Now, um, have you bought it? Have you bought his book yet? Because Michael, he's still selling off the grid. His book. Have you bought it yet? Have is, you read it? Is he really? Um, no, I was waiting for the movie. I, the I think movie. it's going to be streaming at some point on something. <laughs> off the grid. The journey back to destiny. What a shitty title. Um, this article yeah. today also indicated that uh, that he, you know, he is remorseful and he wants to make. And I've never heard him say he was sorry about all this stuff. Have you? <laughs> never. He's never said he's sorry. I think the closest he came wasn't wasn't. Didn't he say something that he's made some mistakes? Mm. That may have been the only thing that he's ever said that but I heard. He always acts so. like his mistake was having an affair and that everything is from right. that. But, yeah. He, if you, if you guys ever saw that crime, I think it was called Crime Town. That, that, yeah. that um, yeah. Ever, ever listened to that? That was At great. At the very end, they, they start asking him, you know, well, what about all this evidence? Have you, did you, are you saying you did nothing wrong? And they really gave him an opening to say that he did anything wrong, and he did not take that opening, and he basically just, you know, 
had no 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 explanation to say that only that he was wrongly prosecuted and he never stole any money from anyone. So, <laughs> well, that's. that's and it just wanted to check on this Bobby Ferguson thing. I, I, I figured it must yeah. be legal since it was I was reading about it today, but I just thought that seems impossible. Why would Bobby whatever? He always wins, it yeah, seems. I know. But I know. I'm sure they're making his life tough and that's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I do believe in karma, Drew. I don't know if you do. I do. I, I do. I I do. It comes back. I, I really do. So Amen. Uh, well, th- thanks for taking our call on short notice, Michael. We really sure. appreciate it. Happy New Year. No problem. I'd have you guys back. Thanks All for right. having me. You All bet. Right, See, See ya. ya. He's a good dude. Take care. Well, of course. He always, always wins. Always a way for him to weasel. <laughs> he always wins, man. The new Hell. Kwame Kilpatrick is full of surprises. <laughs> the new Kwame Kilpatrick <laughs> is full of surprises. Nice third person. God, I hate Once him. again. This is the title of this book, and tell me it's not a slap in the face to anybody that worked against him. Off the Grid, right? Because he's staying off the grid so he can collect money. Of course. The Journey Back to Destiny. Like, this guy really thinks he's... He is such a great megalomaniac. Ugh. I mean, his... I think it's his mother's fault. I really do. Well, I think he's the chosen she, one. She, yeah, she yeah, told him that from day one. He's the chosen one. He's so special. Blah blah blah. And he believed every word of it, and he still believes it. Serious I want to tell you, Detroit, that you done set me up for a comeback. Serious question. He could have been. You, you think he could have been a pretty good politician, right? Yeah, you think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, he had potential. All the potential in the world. No, he was a good speaker, and he, you know, he was likable. It's like, you know, if you gave me a list of politicians that, hey, you want to have a beer with this guy, this guy, this yeah, guy, he'd probably be on the top of the list because he might probably be a lot of fun to hang out with. Yeah, especially He's when they pass that hat. out and stuff. <laughs> pass the hats. Yeah, let yeah. me give you a little of the hat when it comes around. Actually, it'll cost you a lot to hang out with him somehow. <laughs> yeah, why don't you hit that hat when it comes around? Uh, that dude could have been good. Well. Off the grid. Fuck off. It's got five. It's got five stars on Amazon. Oh please! Fifty-eight ratings. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh. What a joke. Hey, so um, I meant to bring this up before, but it just kind of slipped. We slipped onto something else. Okay. <laughs> Did you happen to see Overbreak? This is like a week and a half ago. Whoopi Goldberg yes. doubled down on her Jewish religion knowledge and her Holocaust expertise, <laughs> completely screwing it up again. And so, what's the deal? Does nobody care? It's like, ah, no. oh, yeah, we know she's a nut about the Holocaust. Yeah, pretty much. No, she's untouchable, I guess. W- what is that? What, why are certain people, it's really weird to me, certain people can do and say anything and other people can't. Depends if they're liked or not, I suppose. Well, it helps to be on the view and be on the left. Um, you know, I, I forgot who it was. Uh, one of, did, did Howard's, one of Howard's old whack packers die today? Uh, Fred the Elephant Boy, yeah. Yeah, and and somebody was pointing out that, uh, boy, it sure seems like Howard took advantage of these mentally challenged people, you know, for ratings. And what sure. did he ever do for these people? And the fact is, um, they were always begging for money. All those guys were. And they ended up making money. Usually it was never from Howard. It was always from Cameo. Or uh, Artie used to throw money at these yeah. guys for doing stuff. And... And so, anyway, somebody was trying to, uh, you know, say, what is, what, why is he get away with all this stuff? Because there's nobody could do that and and not be paying for it in some way now. And and somebody said, oh, Howard's a total liberal and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, he is, because he does everything that comes up. It just 
glances away. The whole thing about him, you know, using the N-word, and that was a brutal skit, was that, um, well, Don Trump Jr. tweeted it, so it doesn't count, because we hate Don Trump Jr., and Howard's a good guy. He's on our side. It's because he did the work before he got in trouble for it. No, he didn't. What? Didn't do anything. He did. He went to therapy. Yeah, well, okay, so why can't Chris Harrison say, I'm going to therapy? I don't know. <laughs> Bachelor Nation's not so forgiving. I was thinking about, um, this is another good question. If, what's, his, what's the country? Morgan Wallen. If Morgan Wallen was the guy trolling Megan the Stallion, would it be a big, no big deal like it is when Drake does it? Oh, he was nailing her and then shot her? No, no, no. If Morgan Wallen was Arse. saying, you lying bitch, you know, you're uh, a whore and you, know, uh, you put out for him and you're just mad at him because he slept with your friend. No, that would probably be a problem. because. So why lying. is it not a problem when Drake does it? When Drake does it, should be. Morgan Wallen should be a problem. Morgan Wallen, I guess, is smaller than Drake. Should much be a problem, smaller. but people love Drake's music. But they love Morgan Wallen's music, too. I mean, he has his fan. He's got a huge fan base. He was. I was surprised to see how well he did. It was really interesting going through the top 2,000 albums on Spotify. Morgan Wallen was. I just don't think there's much crossover with, with him and Megan the Stallion listeners. No, no, so. it's an absurd yeah. well, comparison. But fun. but honestly, if he did that, it's like you know this Chris D'Elia thing. I I just I guess I maybe I don't understand how huge a comedian he is. Is he that great? He's Justin Bieber's favorite comic. Well, <laughs> you said that uh, his podcast does really well. Right? It does. Yeah, his podcast does. But I mean, there's a. I mean, whole... He did have a network TV show for a second. I don't think I'll ever get another one. Well, is he um, is he some. doing big venues, Brandon? Oh, you know, I thought he was doing smaller, like the Improv, but the Improv. I love oh, the faces um, he makes. I know he's a big. He's a big, very um, expressive, voguer. We can go through his. Hey, you voguer. He, uh, there are a couple of places that he is not allowed he to says, perform. I know that. I think it's the comedy store and a couple others, but, but he sells somebody merch saying, Join our cult. That's weird. Yeah, the, the documentary is pointing that out. How often he jokes like it's a joke yeah. about the stuff that he really truly was trying to it's do. It's a good move. Oh, he's got a lot. Until, got, until you piss off the people that you wrong. He's at the Balboa Theater in San Diego this weekend, followed by oh three shows. So it looks like it's followed by the the Improv in California. Well, click it's just, on, it's click just on interesting Martin. how this this world of canceling people. It's just a way to get rid of the smaller people, the the sure. the, the, the small to middling celebrities who really don't have any way to fight back. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's pretty big. That's like a Fisher Theater type setting, yeah. right? Yeah, and there's only a handful of seats open. None of them that are next to each other either, so it looks like he's doing well. Wow. Well, he probably appeals to the kind of people that really don't give a shit anyway. Yeah. You know who else doesn't give a shit? Jay Ru Campbell. <laughs> wow. What a story that was. <laughs> what, a, what a lovely Christmas day. Yeah. Um, the story is really kind of sad, actually. Yeah, it was really sad. You know... Jayru was a star. He was a stud. He was a sophomore at Cast Tech. Tech. Leads him to a state championship. Got recruited by, what, LSU and committed to Michigan State. Right. And then uh, got in a little trouble. Body body slammed his girlfriend in the hallway. No, he body slammed a security guard, but he also beat up his His girlfriend. girlfriend, That's right. So he's like a serial woman beater. Yeah. I mean, because there's, there's probably more than those two. 
And so then after all this, it's like, oh, but he's such a good guy. He really doesn't mean it. And uh, so he goes to this college and he plays there. And then he goes to another one. He went to like five colleges. He went to a community college, played really well, then went back to Ferris State and led him to a championship. He was he was the Harlan, uh, what's it called? The Harlan Hill? Harlan Hill Award winner, I mean, like George Bell. really good at Ferris State. And then... But he was I, not a good NFL prospect. I think he thought he was. He did think he was. When that piece of reality hit him in the face, it seemed like... Well, um, I read, too, from there. that there was virtually no interest in him in terms of inviting him to any of the combines because he, A, I think they thought he had limitations size-wise. Maybe he's too skinny or something. I don't know. Hmm. But the other thing was they said that they weren't really sold on his personality being yeah. all that together. Yeah. So he's been in all this trouble, and God knows what else he got into in college that we never heard about. Mm-hmm. But on Christmas Day, he's at a it's a it's a psych ward, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yep. And his is his girlfriend in there? Is that what it is, or yes. a girlfriend ha- ha- or a friend? Havenwick Hospital. It's the mother of his two year old was and, in the psych facility. And he's been apparently making problems over there before. Yes. To the point that they said, "Don't ever come back here. We don't want you in this building. You are a problem." So he, of course, doesn't take no for an answer. And so he gets in there. They want him out. So he's holding the two-year-old with a knife in his hand yep. to keep the police back who've been called to get him the fuck out of there. And then uh, while he's live streaming it on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, live streaming on Facebook. For eight yeah, great move. For eight minutes. Where's the live stream, by the way? Oh, it's out there. I mean, the, the papers had it embedded in their, in their stories. Um, but his attorney's like, hey, he's the one that called 911, which I guess that absolves him from all these... Um, accusations, which he's facing fourth degree child abuse, three counts of felonious assault on a police officer, and disturbing the peace and trespassing, just to throw in there. I mean, he's facing time in prison over this. Well, he should be. I mean, how many how many chances does this guy get? He's not running fast or throwing balls far anymore. Are we sure? Because um, the thing that was buried deep, deep in the story is that he's training for football tryouts in March. To which I said, for what? <laughs> for what team? Did you know he played on a team in uh, North Dakota last year? No, I didn't know that. And he was looking to make a team in West Texas? I mean, what what league is this? XFL. He could play in the XFL. Or the fan-controlled football league. How old is he now? 26. Oh, I know. Wow. Wouldn't you think he was a lot older than that? Because it's been going on forever. We were talking about, I mean, that slam on the security guard happened when we were at Sports Radio. 2013, yeah. I know. That's meant that I had a bad feeling when I saw the story. It immediately reminded me of 1051. And I just <laughs> felt <laughs> sick. Nice making it about you. He, um, he got Bond, though. Oh, that's great. So I believe he's out right now, and he has to wear a GPS tether because those work. Oh, really yeah. I'm sure he'll keep it on at all times. Submit to drug and alcohol testing, participate in mental health and substance abuse assessments. So. Not allowed to contact his daughter. He reminds me of <laughs> who's the littlest murderer, Nathaniel Abraham. God, that's really funny you said because when this story came out, I'm like, is he the guy that exposed himself behind the basketball? I'm like, oh no, that's yeah, that was Nathaniel that's Abraham, Nathaniel, not Jeru. But Nathaniel Abraham, of course. Oh, he has lear- made so much progress. We have so much confidence in him. He's going to set the world on fire. And it's like, Nathaniel, what are you going to do now that you're out after you, you murdered somebody seven years ago and you've been breaking millions of rules in juvie? I'm going to be a rap star. 
Oh, that sounds great. Well, he certainly dressed he's wearing the, the white suit, the white yeah. hat, and the fur coat. Wow, where'd you get a fur coat? You've been in juvie for seven years. That's amazing. Uh, it just shows he learned his lesson while he's You're so there. resourceful. He learned how to be humble. <laughs> he murdered somebody. And now, what, how long is he in prison for? He's been in prison twice now. He got sent back in 2019 for the drugs. Um, Not for showing his dick to that lady? That might have been another. That was part of it. They probably dropped that. That's nothing for him. I don't know how long he's in for. He had a hard on too. He knocked on a complete stranger's door with an erect penis, and he's probably like six four. We call it the Kellen Winslow. <laughs> he had a hard on. <laughs> he pulled Winslow. the Winslow. Kellen Winslow's going to be out pretty soon too. Oh, really? Already? He only got eight years. <sighs> Did he get eight to thirteen or something? And they said if he, that guy. He likes raping homeless women. Come on, Wetzel, get on the case. Stay on the case of uh, Winslow Jr. Unbelievable. Some of these people just spin round and round. All these people try to put them back together again. And, you know, um, Antonio Brown, he got away with his latest domestic violence. No big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. When is he going to... F- Disappear? He's, he's going to flip at some point. I mean, he's going to just blow up. I just can't believe that he won a police standoff. I've never heard of anybody <laughs> no, winning either. a police standoff. No, and they sat outside for like three weeks. He they waited were watching the house for like three weeks. Moral of the story, just stay in your house. But usually they just send a tank in there or something after or a, a robot. long time. Why didn't they send a robot in? Because he's Antonio Brown. They he can they, run really fast. They didn't want the robot to get sexually assaulted. <laughs> They didn't want the robot to be exposed by his huge dick in the pool. Or have a bag of dicks thrown at it. Yeah, no. Eventually, he'll be up for Hall of Fame consideration, and we'll have to talk about all this stuff over there. They send a robot in, and Antonio starts fighting it. That'd be great. Oh, he's just... Such a disaster. I know. That's what I was going to... You know, DeMar Hamlin is fucking fighting for his life. And Antonio Brown's throwing bags and dicks at people. I still feel What's about going on? Deshaun Watson, Antonio Brown last year, two years ago, whenever it was, they don't need these people. It doesn't help the sport at all. Uh, it hurts the sport. I mean, honestly, I, I just find myself less and less interested in, in these teams and their players when I find out what assholes eh. they are. Yeah, but Not the medium the, assholes. I mean the major starts. ones. It's like I don't care how good he is. I, I just it just bums me out. Like why do we let these people get away with this shit? Because it's a good product. And the, the Cleveland Browns. Look at how much they've humiliated themselves. The owners. You know, oh yeah, we've ch- we believe he's a wonderful man. I didn't do anything wrong. Don't you just get the feeling he's gonna do something this offseason? Fuck up. I don't know. I don't know. He's so well, what, unaware. What, what, He's so incredibly clueless. That's that why I think he'll fuck his up. girlfriend like, you dick. I don't think he's learned any kind of... I don't think he thinks he did anything wrong. So no. what's going to stop him from messing up again? Mm, he'll, he'll probably be, keep he'll, it clean for a while. And then he'll go to a, he'll go to a club. He's not playing that well this year. That's his biggest problem right now. He'll go to a club and some clout chaser will be there and he'll grab her ass or something. Yeah, I, I doubt... it be a thing. I don't think one ass is going to keep him happy for very long. No. I mean, if he needed, you know, 80 different masseuses in one year, I don't think one girl but it's with that- the last name Anus is going to keep him happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that thing where you would think he would go, get away with that. I'm going to just lay low for the rest well, we of my life. We always think that. Yeah, we no, always think that. But they, yeah, it does. All of them. All right. Hall Financial reminds you. 
if you're experiencing credit card debt or you have credit card debt coming or some big credit card problems, issues because of the holidays, Hall Financial can help you become debt-free. If you own a home and you've owned it for any length of time, you could probably make a cash-out refi from Hall Financial, which is a great way to use the equity in your home to pay off high-interest credit card debt. And those credit card interest rate is insane. Absolutely nuts. You know, when you can save 16% or 10% or something, you're doing well. A free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial is all it takes to get you and your family in a better position following the holiday season. So get the money you need now with a cash-out refi. You can get money in a couple weeks from Hall Financial. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And they have a full roster of realtors there to help you if you want to, if you need to do a mortgage or you're going to buy a new home or a uh, second home or you're selling your home, whatever it is, they can handle it for you. And they do have realtors in all the local areas, like Christine Chinara. So there you go. Um, so, yeah, we'll... Uh, We'll catch you tomorrow. This is the it's like that half day back to school week. I guess we'll work our way up to a three quarter three quarter day next week. Trudy will be back tomorrow. That's right. I don't know what she's been up to. Oh, she was dear. off wheels for a while. Was she? Yeah, she had uh, she had some holiday time off. Um, there's a new uh, no BS News Hour out there. There's a new uh, ML Solid Detroit out there. What was Soul Detroit about today? Oh, a lot. Oh, it kind of infuriates me with this hatred of Michigan. <laughs> he, he hates Michigan more than he loves Michigan State. Oh, and I was on WATP uh, last week. So. That's right. Nice. How'd the episode do, Brandon? I didn't get ripped to shreds in the Reddit comments, so that's a that's yeah. a win. Okay, we'll <laughs> see. Hold your breath. We'll see you tomorrow, sir. Rob Lowe. Stuttering John. Dax Shepard. Topher Grace. Bert Kreischer. Dennis Rodman. Hey, Carl. Good to see you. Macaulay Culkin.